You watching me glow, you watching me go I'm all in my zone, I'm holding my own I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones I am a blur, black and a nerd So this is my own, this is my zone And this is a show you already know like My grand blur, YouTube blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Cosplay blur All day blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Bet you wish you so blur Talking about what we heard Talking about what we seen All through the eyes of a blur Everything that we do urge Flying like a super person Plus I got super friends We be teaming up early Welcome to Blur Vision, your window into the world of all things geek, movies, TV, or news. We talk about it every week. What are you doing? Why are you... What are you doing? Why are you... Michael's sucking a balloon in front of me. I'm not comfortable. Hey, guys. It's Michael. The Michael fuck? Call it geek. <laughs> <laughs> That's disturbing. <laughs> you sucked the helium? I did. It's a new week of Blur Vision, guys. Oh, that's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like, like a puppet version of yourself. <laughs> it's Pinocchio, Michael. Uh, or like Chucky, Michael. It doesn't, it doesn't last that long. That's why yeah, I, like, it lasts like for like one sentence. Yeah, it's only like a couple seconds. That's good. It's disturbing anyway. I don't want to hear... I don't want to... Stop it! <laughs> Stop giving me the balloon a blowjob. Episode 102 of Blur Vision, guys. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, we we're at Michael's place this time around, so <laughs> he's he's being weird. Am I? Yeah, you're I'm you're shirtless. Being, I'm just being normal. You're full Mirio Tagata right now. Power! I'm wearing pants, so I'm half Mirio. Yeah, all right. Now you're wearing pants. Or pajamas. <laughs> he's over here torturing me. I have nothing on under the pajamas. I don't want to know that. I don't want to know you're free balling under there, man. <laughs> Freedom! Oh God. This is only podcast at my place. <laughs> Because otherwise... No, it's because you're lazy. No, it's because you're freaky as hell. <laughs> and in your atmosphere, you're like, you're most powerful here. I am. <laughs> so I'm the most freakiest. He was holding me down, making me watch or, or play Spider or uh, the Spider-Man game for PS4. I'm super freaky, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> I love it. But yeah, if you look at uh, Michael's story, you can see me playing Spider-Man for the PS4 for the first time. Let me play like the first like two minutes of the game. Well, the story would be over by the time this episode airs. No, it wouldn't. It would still be out if you're listening to this on a Monday. No, it's like... 24 hours. Well, yeah, it's 24. Well, yeah, it's 24. Yeah, we drop in the morning, so they got 12 hours to see, <laughs> to see me fumble around with the PS4 controller because I've never played a PS4 ever. Never? Never. Oh, he's such a noob. You <laughs> <Yeah>. can tell. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like slamming into walls. I'm like, press and... this button. He's like, what is that? What button? <laughs> I'm like, this is terrible. I've become my mother. I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know when that happened. So but... yeah, guys, Patreon, please. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta have a whole new section. I think oh, right Jordan now doesn't know shit. Yeah, right now we're at like forty dollars or something. So I've got enough to buy a PS4 controller. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna buy it one piece two, at a time. Two, con- two controllers. A, a PS4 controller and cost twenty dollars. Like twenty dollars. Oh, I didn't know that. And actually, speaking of Patreon, shout out to our two new patrons, and shout out to uh, Rashan for upping his Patreon subscription. He went from ten dollars to the fifteen dollars tier. So yes, yes, yes. Plus ultra to you, Rashan. Following your master's footsteps. <laughs> but I want to send a shout out to uh, Milo Dickerson. He joined our uh, two dollar tier, and Xavier Phillips, our old pal Xavier. He's on the ten dollar tier. So shout out to them. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Dickerson. 
I know that'd make you happy. <laughs> it made me very happy. All right. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, we got, I mean, this week, we don't really much to talk about. We've got three hours for the podcast, but I don't know if we're going to take that long. Unless we make a two-hour discussion about Venom. That's all we really got. I mean, we could. <laughs> you got that much to say about Venom? No, not really. Yeah, me either. <laughs> But yes, we got Venom to talk about. Our but enjoy food. it while it lasts because next week, tomorrow, start. I think Supergirl comes starts tomorrow. It or does. Arrow. One is CW starts next week, basically. Hooray! So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Do you know how excited I am? Uh, neither of us watched The Gifted, so we're not going to be talking about this that this week. No. Um, There's no Attack on Titan. Well, it might be, but we didn't watch it. It might not even be out yet. I can check right now. Granted, we're not going to watch it right no, now. No, we're not. I don't think there's... Do we need to know? Do, do I, I don't want to know. Because if, if I know that it's out, I'm just going to feel bad about not talking about it. I don't think there's a new one. Cause I, you always say that. I do say that, but... I haven't checked today because I've been busy, but... Yeah, I'm busy. What the... <laughs> the one time I say I'm busy. I didn't do shit. <laughs> it was my sister's birthday today, so I was out with her. Happy birthday, sister. <laughs> Even though she doesn't listen. No, she doesn't. <laughs> Shout out to you, Lena. Love you. Michael's literally checking Crunchyroll right now. We don't. All right. I'm, like I said, we're not going to watch it. I just want to know if it's a new episode. I'm sure there is. Because there wasn't one last week. Yeah, but that was because you said it was like a holiday or something. No, it was a tsunami. A tsunami. Oh, that's even. No, never mind. It's worse. <laughs> no, so there is a new episode. I told you. Whatever. Fuck you. Yeah. But bystander. That's our review. The name. Yeah. <laughs> We'll talk about it next week, I guess. But yeah, so all we really says, got is... Haven't seen a glimpse of his father's memories, Aaron attempts to track down a man hoping they might shed some light on his father's secrets. Dun, dun, dun! <laughs> Tune in next week for our epic review of Attack on Titan. Yeah. Hopefully <laughs> was, that episode is epic. That's good. That's good. That's a good tease. <laughs> but in the meantime, we have iTunes reviews. Let's get right into those. Our first iTunes review comes from Limahi17, roll pal. It's a five-star review, and the subject is anime recommendations. Well, we were just talking about anime. Uh, I am almost done with My Hero Academia, the new season, and since this is my first anime, I would like to know what are some good dubbed or subbed animes. Your first anime, whoa. Yeah. Well, congratulations, you have stepped into the dark side. <laughs> I mean, I was just talking to Chris and I think you about this, like... My Academia is the perfect gateway anime, especially for comic book fans. So it makes sense that this is his first anime. It is. Um, let's see what how does he finish off this review. Preferably dubbed because I find reading subtitles distracting. Yeah, that's he, the same thing Chris said. He doesn't like reading. I mean, to be fair, it it does. It, if you're not used to it, it is hard to watch the images and read the the words at the same time. But when you get more used yeah, to watching once, anime, you get used to it. Yeah. I've seen funny memes where it's like, like me reading subtitles watching anime, and it's like the guy's one eye is like looking down, the other eye is looking forward. That's basically what it is. Yeah, that's what you. That's how good you become when you get um to become a skillful anime watcher. Every like once us. in a while, the the subtitles will go by so quickly. I'm like, wait, what did they say? I, and I gotta rewind it, but that's rare. Oh, really? Um, and I honestly, in most cases, I prefer subbed anime. So yeah, I prefer subbed over dubbed. There are a few instances where I prefer dubbed, namely Dragon Ball. Full Metal Alchemist, Cowboy Bebop. Um, oh, you like the dub in Full Metal? I prefer the dub in Full Metal. But you know what I, I think it is? I think it's whatever I see it in first. In most cases. Some cases, no, if the, if the voice acting is really bad. But like Naruto, I cannot watch that dubbed. 
same thing with like Bleach or like any of those big anime. I have to watch the trash. Subs. <laughs> How's that trash? <laughs> well, what would you recommend for an anime uh, for Lima to watch? Attack on Titan. Definitely. Yeah, wait more, a second. More, That's like the other anime we talk about. You didn't even yeah, try I mean, <laughs> try that? <laughs> more so the first two. I mean, granted, season three is not terrible, but more so the first two seasons. Yeah, but by the time you get into season three, though, you're already invested in the story. So I, yeah. it's it's fine. Um, um, Full Metal Alchemist for sure, if you haven't watched that. Yeah, I mean, Full come Metal on. Alchemist Brotherhood. Yeah, Brotherhood. Not the original. It, um, it didn't follow the manga, so it's kind of weird toward the end. Um, Would you recommend? Uh, what the fuck is that thing? Devilman Crybaby. <laughs> well, Go too. crazy! No, but, I would not recommend that as like no, a second animated watch. Maybe not a second, but maybe a third or fourth. Mm, maybe if you're weird. <laughs> but uh, what was the name? The 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 the, the anime that we never reviewed because we were waiting for Jamie and we were still we're still waiting. What King's Game? King's Game. I mean, I before King's Game, I'd say like maybe like a Death Note. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, yeah, definitely watch Death Note. Like, dip your toes into suspense drama anime first with Death Note. That's yeah. one of the best. Death and Note. Then get into the weird ones. Like one King's Punch Game. Man. Oh, yeah. Definitely One Punch Man. If, especially if you're a superhero fan, definitely One Punch Man. Basically, go back and listen to every anime we reviewed and watch that. <laughs> yeah, watch those first. Because we're, we're pretty basic when it comes to anime. We're not super, super advanced. Jamie was really the, the hardcore anime watcher, so yeah, she no, always she, had insane recommendations. She's the one that came up with this anime section, so. Yeah. Madoka Magica, weird shit like that, but like we're genre like, bending stuff we're like, like that. Like weekly holding it up for her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're trying. We don't, we she don't was know, really the online of anime. We, yeah, we don't know shit. And we're like Endeavor and Best Genius trying to <laughs> try yeah. to try to continue on we, without we her. We don't know shit. <laughs> uh, let's see. Our next review comes from a el elx thirty nine. It's a five star review, and the subject is guys. I'm so sorry about what. I sent in a review last week, and it never sent in. I'm so sad now. Oh, bro, it's cool. We're reading it now. But I want you guys to know, congrats. You are the most amazing duo I know. Oh, the most amazing duo I know. And the, and the duo who makes school and work bearable. Michael, happy late birthday. I can't say I have favorites, but I will say so myself. You are up there. And Jordan, thank you for being so optimistic and happy about things. Wow. I was like, wait. This is happy about this? I was like, wait. Well, first of all, thank you for the birthday wishes. But we, I was like, wait, what? And Russ is we just, negative. Yeah, I was going to say, we just got people complaining that Jordan is too negative. Mm. It's funny. When I was making, like, I was praising Aquaman on my Instagram this weekend. And everybody's like, it fucked everybody up. They're like, what? Jordan likes a DCEU movie? Impossible. Like, the movie ain't out yet. You're just talking about the trailer. Yeah, I'm talking about the trailer, but like, I don't hate DC, people. I just don't you like do. the DCEU movies. You hate, you hate DC. No. You're a DC, you're a, DC a Marvel fuckboy. It's <laughs> not even true. It is. Um, He was on to say, thank you guys for everything. Thank you for giving me this podcast. It makes my life easier. Oh, no, thanks, man. That's no problem. Makes you happy when people say that too. You do be starting shit though. I'm not, I think <laughs> on what Instagram? Yeah. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> and then you I, like, I troll back a like, Oh look at the comments, and I'm like, I see. I'm like, I wonder why he's getting these comments. Well, it's like I'm like, not. Oh, Aquaman's better than Black Panther. Oh, it's just a joke. I'm like, you're trolling. You're starting shit. <laughs> you're trying to start shit, and then you wonder why. Granted, I'm not saying it invite because people be getting racist people and stuff get like fucking they racist. get really. But I'm like. Wait, here's you, a funny, you be starting shit. Here's a, here's a funny thing about that meme. I specifically took out a panel that compared Nakia to Mera because I knew it was going to get racial as fuck in the comments if I did that. So I, I deliberately took that out. 
But I will say this. Look, I'm not being an asshole. My memes are literally like... I take the perspective of the characters I'm talking about. You know what I mean? So, like, I in that meme, specific, specifically, I'm talking as if I am Arthur Curry Aquaman dissing on the other rival King movie of the, of the year, which is Black Panther. Mm-hmm. That's not mm-hmm. literally my opinion. That's, your, that's your justification. Well, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be a writer, so it's like, it's like you're writing already, You exercises. already got people that are shitting on Black Panther as it is, so I'm like, you're, you are inviting the racist people to be like, oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> Fuck that, that nigger panther. And you saw how big that, that post blew up too, right? I mean, yeah. kind of sick. I was like, really, dude? <laughs> really? It blew up. Like that one guy... What was he? He said it's not about race or whatever. I'm like, I'm did like, you watch Black Panther? <laughs> it's exactly. like all about race. Exactly. Whatever. And I'm not gonna get into that because people. I, I I hate the people online that they they and zeroed like, and in and I'm black too and I'm like, oh, that's like, the worst. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I they they zeroed in on me just talking about like, oh, but uh, oh, what I say? A cultural. Yeah, something. a cultural milestone. Yeah. So many people are just like, no, it's not. No, yeah, it's no, not. No, it's not. What about Blade? I, oh my God, these people! Like Jesus. Like Black Panther was the first major blockbuster movie with an over hundred million dollar budget, given to a black director with an all black cast, Get and a black writer, and a black costume designer, et cetera, et cetera. Hit so, him with yeah, the facts. It is a cultural milestone. Shut yeah. the fuck up. It's just, but it's weird to me how like it offends them. Join our even... Patreon. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it offends people to even compliment Black Panther. Like, they, they can't take any compliments about it. Like, they just want to tear it down like any chance they get. It's crazy. Trash. But it's not racial, though. <laughs> no, it's not, it's not racial. Though. But anyway, we're getting off topic. Uh, ELX goes on to say, is Dobby available for My Hero because he is one of my favorites and I like his villain attitude and he gets more amazing as the series goes on? I don't think anybody has Dobby. Oh, man, I was supposed to post. Guys, uh, where am I going to say do this? I might do it on the Patreon, but not everybody sees the Patreon page. Jacob needs everybody who is has picked a character to message him directly. So if you guys are listening to this and you have uh, a My Hero Academia character in mind, or you've already selected one, hit Jacob up. Uh, what's his What's his Instagram name? Jacob the Deku. Jacob the Deku. Hit him up on Instagram and let him know. He's going to organize who is and who isn't certain characters. I almost forgot that. Thank you so much for reminding me. Um, da, 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 da. Our next review comes from Jazz P. It's a five-star review, and the subject is Blurred's Rule. Hey, guys, I love the podcast. Keep up the great work. Oh, no, Jacob, a.k.a. The Deku. Jacob, a.k.a. The Deku. Uh, once again, hit him up on Instagram and let him know your My Hero Academia name for the podcast. We're going to get this all organized so moving forward we can be, you know, more on point with it. Um, da, da, da. Jazz says I look forward to these extra long podcasts every week I usually listen to the reviews on Monday and the news on Tuesday so I get two days of podcast awesomeness that's a smart way to do it actually well, so sad so sad because I don't think we're going to be that long eh, yeah. I'm probably still going to be two hours <laughs> plus to talk about. Uh, because of that if no one has chosen him yet I'd like to be twice I think that's his name I don't think anyone has I don't think anyone has either uh, in this My Hero role play you guys have starred again keep up the great work uh, and keep in mind, though, guys, if you're asking to be My Hero Academia characters now, that requires at least uh, a Patreon subscription of, was it $10 tier? Uh, you're asking me. I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Check the Patreon site. We had to put a, a cap on this because now everybody's becoming My Hero Academia characters. So if you want to join the Blurred Vision family, join us on Instagram. I mean, join us on Patreon. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, we're trying speak. to grow this. We're trying to grow this bitch. Yeah, trying to make it a blurred empire. 
Uh, speaking of Jacob, our next reviewer is Deku the Almighty himself. It's a five-star review, and he says, Venom, dot, dot, dot. I'm sure that means he loved it. <laughs> hey, guys. Just like I did. Oh, yeah, movie of the year, right? That's yeah, what you said. movie of the year. Mm. <laughs> Better than Infinity War. And Black Panther. And Black Panther. <laughs> Shouldn't even joke like that. <laughs> Not better than Love Simon though. I'll get the fuck out of here. <laughs> or Star is Born. Oh no, it's not better than Star is oh, Born. Oh, okay. Uh Deku says, amazing podcast as always. Doing some chores to earn some cash to get you guys gifts. Aw. So sweet of you. Hopefully soon, don't worry. I'm sure you're not worrying, but still. <laughs> okay. Uh I saw Venom on Thursday. The most I'll say <laughs> is it was utterly experienceable that's that's not even watchable yeah, like, that even mean? <laughs> it means you just sit there and just let it wash over you yeah. like you, you don't have to really watch it watch it just be there you're just, yeah you're just there at the theater you don't <laughs> even remember the movie <laughs> wow thanks jc for the perfect description of the movie my uncle and little brother liked it so that's something lol yeah casuals that's who like this movie um anyway don't have much to say this week except this. Thank you to everyone who wished me a happy birthday. It meant the world to me, from the people in the group chat to getting DMs from Jordan and Michael themselves. I did tear up a little because I was filled with so much joy knowing there's people out there who care enough to take the time out of their day to send me a text. It means the world. That's all for this week. As always, go beyond plus, plus ultra. ultra. I no problem, Jacob. You know, we're always here for you, bro. Um, and our last review of the week comes from Life's Nerdy. It's Bradley. It's a five-star review. I don't know what's the title of this review. Ironically, that was the title. So, <laughs> oh, that's the title. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, nothing is really happening. I guess the CW is coming back this week. Shrug. Mm. Into the sp- <laughs> into the Spider Verse looks amazing. God, I'm going to cry in the theater. The My Academia movie still isn't in a theater near me. Oh, that sucks. Rest in peace. Mostly. Soon going to see stars. Did you say rest in peace. Yeah, he said rest in peace. Oh, I thought you were saying that to him. No, he he wrote that. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I'm hopefully soon going to see a star is born, which I hear is good. I'll watch Venom when people. Yes, it is. Well, there you go. Michael's endorsed it. I'll watch Jordan's it. trash because he has no interest in watching this movie. Is it a musical? It's not a mu. It's not. It's not Greatest Showman. But I didn't even know the movie existed until I heard people were like, like there's like a Venom, a Star is Born war happening. It's, it's not Greatest Showman, but it's like, it's, it's it has music in it. So it's not oh. as much as a musical, but they oh. do sing. Is it about Lady Gaga? Kind of, but it's not Lady Gaga. She's playing a role. Oh, see, when I heard about it, I thought it was like a, like a documentary or something about her. No, it's Bradley Cooper's directorial debut. Bradley Cooper? Yes. Rock Raccoon? Rocket Raccoon. Okay, interesting. Um, da, da, da. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if the if the movie gets an Oscar nomination for both Bradley Cooper, Lady Gaga, and the music. An Oscar nomination? Yes. It's that good? Yes. It's in my top ten of movies of this year. Really? Yes. Wow. Okay, that's a high. So much Michael. emotion. Really. To be by my side, don't want. I don't know the rest of the world. <laughs> what the hell was that? Okay, it's music from the song. Uh, Bradley goes on to say, "I watch Venom when people will have it illegally uploaded." <laughs> At least he's being honest. I'm about to become the best goddamn pirate ever. <laughs> Yar har fiddly dee. Being a pirate is totally free. Finished One Punch Man recently. Now I'm having withdrawals from that show. Yeah, because it's fucking awesome. 
Uh, someone help me. We just recommended JoJo, so I'll watch that and let y'all know my thoughts on however far I get. Yeah, I heard JoJo Bizarre's, JoJo's a Bizarre Adventure is good, but I've never gotten into it or watched it. Pe- yeah, pe- people kept talking about that, and then I was like, all right. Let the me, art style is so weird. Let me go. Let me try to watch it. And then I was like, it's like four seasons. I'm not watching this shit. <laughs> four seasons is not that much in the grand scheme of things. It's too much. It's too long. It's okay. Too long. <laughs> it's too much. Uh, That's all I really have. I love you guys so much. You guys are the friends I wish I had. Aww, we are your friends, Bradley. The community you guys you have built, uh, the community you guys have built is amazing. I met so many great friends. I'll join the Patreon soon. Just gonna get a bank account first. Stay nerdy, my blurries, and go beyond plus, plus ultra. ultra. Oh, sweet. R-E-C-Y-C-L-E Recycle C-O-N-S-C-R-V-E Conserve Don't you P-O-L-O-U-T-E The rivers Air or sky or sea Or else you're gonna get What you deserve I don't know why That was in my head For some reason But I I'm had like to, Where did I that had, come I from? I had to get it out <laughs> Well speaking of recycling Sony kind of recycles Some ideas By bringing back Venom Which really could have been A spinoff from the original Spider-Man 3 movie <laughs> Yeah well This one's better It's better eh, It's more entertaining I'll say that. But with that, let's get into our movie review of the week. Let's talk about Venom. We cannot just hurt people. Look into my eyes, Eddie. The way I see it. We can do whatever we want. Do we have a deal? Eyes, lungs, pancreas, so many That power, it's not completely awful. You have no idea how much you're scaring me right now. Eddie, cooperate. And you just might survive. Guys, you do not want to do this, trust me. Giant leaps will always come at a cost. question everybody's asking is is venom a turd in the wind <laughs> and no spoilers but i think on this podcast i said that that we scene yeah. might have been the end of the movie the final scene it was <laughs> i was like no they didn't do yeah. that again why is sony keep doing they keep that doing that i don't know why have that learned but all right let's 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 talk about venom though because <laughs> the, the internet's kind of an uproar not knowing this movie's good or bad. So we here at Blur Vision will be the deciding vote on whether or not this movie's trash. <laughs> we're, we're, we're the end-all, be-all. Yeah, that's what we are. <laughs> we're the decisions makers. We're the, we're the judges of good quality. Um, and for those that don't know the Blur Vision rating system for movies, I'm going to drop it here. We here at Blurred Vision have a very simple rating system. It goes from poor vision to perfect vision. In the middle, there's passable. And then you have less than passable and more than passable. 
Thank you, Catch a Pond. Uh, so yeah, Tom Hardy has replaced that '70s show guy as Venom. <laughs> Toe for Grace. Toe for Grace. It both starts with T. Oh, that's a good observation. I didn't realize that. Um, and I've, I've seen a lot of comparisons online to this movie being something straight out of the two thousands, comparable even to Halle Berry's Catwoman. Yeah, I saw that, and I wouldn't say it's that in terms of quality, but in terms of kind of how the story's set up and some some plot developments that happen to kind of just suppose what Eddie's like before the Venom symbiote and after. It's kind of I, I can see where the comparison came from. When we get into sports, I'll, I'll kind of detail some of my thoughts about that. I don't see that. You will when I talk about it. Okay. Like it's it's it, it's it's in how they characterize Eddie before he gets the symbiote and how they do it after. They do a lot of the same like uh, plot mechanics that they use in Catwoman to kind of illustrate the the change in his character. I said they're going. That's why people say it's like Catwoman. Not because it's utter shit. Because I don't. Because right. that's what I thought when they said it's like Catwoman. Yeah. I was like, oh damn, what am I'm gonna want to go see this movie? <laughs> <laughs> I was already kind of mad on it, and for that to be like the first word out, I was like, yeah, like, oh, like God. it's like Catwoman. I'm like, holy fuck! And then the reviews came out from like IGN and Rotten Tomatoes. It was like a four or three point in the case of Rotten Tomatoes, or thirty percent in the case of Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it's pretty low. Mm-hmm. Um. So before we get into spoilers, let's just talk general thoughts about the movie, um, spoiler free. I think it was at like a twenty something percent, then it jumped to like thirty. Jumped up. 36 percent. I think. Okay. People were saying, "Oh, critics are trash. They're just bashing the movie. If it if it was part of the MCU, god damn it, it would be getting a seventy percent." And yeah, it's right like now bullshit. Thirty two percent. Yeah. I mean, that's bullshit. I've never bought into that conspiracy theory of like, oh, critics just want to rate Marvel movies higher. No, they rate good movies higher. Like, even if you don't agree with the rating, the the critic rating, like, it does give you an idea of what to expect going into the movie. And I don't agree with that 30%, but, I mean, for my own personal taste, it's definitely not like the the audience score, which is, I think, like 88%, almost 90%. 89%. It is not a nine, like, almost a movie. It is not that either. So I'm, I'm somewhere in the middle. People have been asking me like, what my thoughts are on this. And it's definitely it's not as low as the critics, but definitely not as high as the audience. But I'll say this, too. Talking to Chris from Uncanny Comic Quest about it, we both had a similar theater experience where my theater also had a smattering of applause at the end of the movie. No, I, not mine. Mine did. And I looked around like, the fuck is wrong with you people? <laughs> I was confused. Luckily, the, the people I was sitting next to kind of went alone. Thanks, Michael. <laughs> fuck you. Um, I ended up being that third wheel date. Like, I went that, alone too. Well, I ended up I ended up being that weird guy who like starts talking to a guy's date. <laughs> like he was like two guys and a girl. And I think one of the guys was dating the girl, but the girl was sitting next to me. So after the movie ended, like I was just like I was baffled. I'm like, did everyone love this but me? But they appeared to be like comic book fans, and they were just bitching about the movie. And I was like, oh, thank God, I'm not crazy. So me and her started talking. I I was like, oh no. I've become that guy. <laughs> or it's like, like, I'm just like a random guy. I was like, hey, you want to have a whole conversation about this movie right now? I'm like, oh, no, it's me. Um, But yeah, you want to give your thoughts about the movie first? Or you want me to kind of say my piece? You're already talking. Okay. Um, So yeah, I, mean, I went in this movie with low expectations. Like, I, I didn't want this movie to fail, I'll be honest. We kind of talked about, talked about that too, because I wanted there to not be a Venom 2. 
I wanted this to dissolve any chance of Sony starting its own universe. Or Morbius or Silver yeah, and Black. I didn't want none of Ahmed that. Or May or Craven the Hunter. But judging from my audience's reaction and judging from the box office, which I'm sure we're going to get to in the news, it doesn't look like it's going to happen. This thing's breaking records. And I'm like, fuck, are you serious? It is not that good. Mm-hmm. But what I will say is it was just good enough. It was one of those movies that is just entertaining enough to make normies, a.k.a. not real comic book fans, go, that was a fun movie, right? Venom was funny, right? Remember when you said pussy? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like Those are the moments that mainstream audience members will will walk away with and remember. And this movie had it in spades. We thought it was going to be rated R going in. It wasn't. It's PG-13. And I feel like... And, and based on Tom Hardy saying that um, most of his favorite moments were cut from the movie, apparently 40 minutes were cut out of this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It feels like it. Like, there's literally a point in the movie where I'm like, I feel like we just fast forwarded to the end of this. Like, it, it felt like it felt like a chunk of the movie missing. And because of the way the, the action is cut when it gets really violent, I'm sitting there going like, oh, if this was meant to be rated R, I can see where it's being cut at because there's like despite Venom being violent as fuck despite uh it being basically like John Carpenter's the thing at points where it's like it's body invasion you know it's my fear <laughs> it in the beginning it feels like a horror movie in places I mean he's biting fucking people's heads off that's what I'm saying off. when it gets becomes Venom and he's biting people's heads off and there's no blood it's like okay clearly this thing was edited down and then when it's missing a chunk of what feels like like uh, story. I'm like, okay, well, I feel like we went from like the the beginning of the second act to the end of the third act in the matter of like a cut. So I feel like if there was ever like a director's cut of this movie, it would definitely be a better film. But for what we got, it it feels like a weird mesh of tones, and not as bad as like in a DCEU type of way, where like it's just. You know, it's or like Suicide Squad, where like you could tell it was supposed to be dark, and they just threw in pop songs and shit like that to make it light. This is a thing where it's like the movie didn't know if it wanted to be a comedy with Venom making like snarky comments, or a horror movie where there's like so much like violence, like people's heads being bits up, bitten off, and then and then characters just being like not even really addressing the fact that characters' heads are being bitten off. <laughs> it's just like, oh, his head's bitten off. And make a joke. It's like, wait, what? Why? This is not a funny moment. This is a terrifying... Like, Venom, as a character, the things he does and the what he is is just scary, innately. Like, it's a, a, a blob creature that goes into your body, takes over, takes you over from the inside out, and in instances in the movie, like, if you're, if it, the symbiote rejects you or if you reject the symbiote, because it's like a thing where they have to find a perfect match, a perfect body for the symbiote to to acclimate to our world too. It's like it contorts you and twists you and breaks your body and it's terrifying to watch. But yet, I wouldn't call this a horror movie. Like it's, most of it's a comedy. Which mm-hmm. is like, I, I know it's weird to see in one moment a slime monster go into somebody's mouth and like corrupt them from the inside out and twist their body and like break it and like leave them like a dead husk. And then another moment, like we make a joke, and it's like Venom and, and Eddie Brock are like two like two characters bantering, like like two comedians bantering with each other. 
Like, it's, just, it's a weird tonal whiplash kind of thing I felt throughout the entire movie. Despite that, I mean, there are comic book elements in this movie. Like, they, they do try and have things that are accurate to the comments, like, like nods to the comics. But for me, it just felt like they were changing things for the sake of changing things because they didn't have Spider-Man. So like they, they didn't have a choice. I know they didn't have a choice, but it's just it's just it's weird that they, or, no, they did have a choice, but Sony chose to be assholes. <laughs> yeah, so it, it's weird. Like there are parts of it that are comic accurate. They definitely have elements of the Venom we know from the comics in there, but like this is not the Eddie Brock we know. It's not the Ultimate Eddie Brock. It's not the Six One Six Eddie Brock. It's definitely their own version. A very very protagonist, like a a heroified version of Eddie Brock. Where he's a he does some bad things, but he he's clearly not a bad dude. But this is the thing I don't like about his character. Remember how there was a point where where Tom Hardy came out and said that his inspiration for his his banter or his relationship with Venom was Ren and Stimpy. That's what you told me. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay, I read that. I didn't understand what that meant until I saw the movie. But as soon as Eddie Brock seems kind of competent. Almost like a like a hero journalist in his own way. But then as soon as he gets the symbiote, he becomes very bumbling and slapstick and comedic. And the Venom is kind of like the Wren. He, st- he becomes Stimpy, and Venom is his Wren. Did you get that? Not so much on the Wren and Stimpy aspect, but... But do you, can you see, the, can you yeah, see it yeah, now? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I was sitting there, I was like, oh, that's why he got inspiration from Wren and Stimpy. Like... Venom is his comedic foil. He's the asshole, whereas Eddie is like the the bumbling good guy. Like, oh, oh, Ren, what are we doing? <laughs> you idiot! Like, that's kind of what Venom does to him the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, look, I'll say this: it's entertaining, it's comedic at points, but is it a good movie? No. The action's kind of cool, but once you get that third act and it becomes Venom versus Venom, Venom versus Riot. There were so many times I was just like, "Who? What is happening?" I don't. It's it's two giant blob monsters. One's black and one's like dark gray. I'm like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I don't know. Like, I was just like, "Why? Why did I just make it Carnage?" And oh, there's wow. We'll talk oh, about. Oh, we'll get we'll get to Carnage. <laughs> Which even that, I was like, "Oh my god, y'all y'all fucked that up too." <laughs> but just like I don't know, the the villain. Even the villain was kind of like whack. I wasn't even feeling Riz, Riz Ahmed. Wasn't it? His name is Riz, Riz Ahmed. Yeah, Riz Ahmed is the uh, the corporate leader of the Life Foundation, yeah. which is the people developing the symbiote and or not developing it, but evil CEO scientists experimenting on life forms from space with a very vague and odd plan of using the symbiote to go into space and use symbiotes as like a, a basically a spacesuit to survive in space. His character was weird. He he hated people before Riot took him over. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I was like, are you already an alien? If they revealed that he already had a symbiote in him, it would make more sense. But he goes from like, I'm just a guy that loves kids and I'm nice to kids and everything's great, to I fucking hate humanity and we need symbiotes because they're better than us. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? I don't know. It was very campy in that way. Like, and that's what I'm saying. It felt like, that's why I understand the Catwoman comparisons. Because, like, not only do they do plot things that kind of parallel to Catwoman, but the same thing with the villains. They're very one-note, very, like, mustache-twirling corporate corporate villains kind of, kind of deal they're doing. So, like, 
don't know, this movie, if I give it a rating, passable for me. So like if I'm between that 30% and that 90%, I'm more like a 60%, 55%. Mm-hmm. Not trash, but not great either. I definitely didn't. After the movie ended, I was not sitting there going, I want a sequel. <laughs> but the beginning of the movie, I will say this. I actually was enjoying the character development for Eddie Brock right up until the shenanigans with Venom started happening. There, there were points where I was like, oh, I kind of feel for his character. He's not the Eddie Brock that I know from the comics, but I kind of feel for him. So I was, I was, I was, I was rolling with the movie for the first act. And I thought they were going to do some things with Riz Ahmed to make him more, more nuanced villain. But as soon as he becomes like the generic, like I'm just evil for the sake of being evil. And once Eddie Brock starts becoming Ren and Stimpy clones over here, I, it lost me. <laughs> so it was, it was crazy where it was like, at the beginning I was like, oh my God, I might actually be in that 90% that liked this movie. What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> and then by the time they get to the Venom shit, I'm like, nah. <laughs> I see where the critics are coming from now. But we'll get more into details with the spoilers. But what do you think? Uh, okay, going into this movie, I already knew. I was just like, this shit is going to be terrible because I mentioned before, they're hiding it from the critics. They're, they're not doing any screenings until the day before. Embargoes being lifted, not happening until the day before. And usually when that happens... It's because the studio does not have any faith in this movie. So in my mind, I'm like, if the studio doesn't believe in it, why the fuck should I? And then the reviews came out. People were starting to talk about comparing it to Catwoman. And it's, you know, something that came out of the 90s. And it got a 32% on Rotten Tomatoes. So I'm just like, oh. It's, it's just basically confirming my suspicions of going into the movie. So I went into this movie with heavy arms crossed. My arms crossed and duck face <laughs> lips. <laughs> I feel like I went to more, I went more level-headed than that. Eyes crossed. Oh, wow. Everything crossed. And I'm just like, oh, all right, let me just get this over with so I can review of the podcast. <laughs> this shit is going to be pure, hot, fire garbage. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> and so, funny enough, I didn't feel that way when I watched the movie. Um, Just like you said, I, it wasn't great. I don't think because I saw somebody just post just now, literally as I was talking, that this movie was better than The Last Jedi. Get and the fuck out of here. Enough, as much as I dislike The Last Jedi, it is not better than The Last Jedi. No. <laughs> it's not a better movie. It may be more entertaining for a casual moviegoer because more, there's more action. Maybe. And it's funnier. Maybe. So that's what I'm saying. Like it's, it's a fun movie to watch, but it's not made well. It's not at all. It's not. I don't even think it's... It's not directed well. It's not written well because funny enough... The dialogue is The dialogue shit. is straight trash. Like, this movie is like an hour and 50-something minutes. So, for Tom Hardy to say uh, 40 minutes of the movie was cut, you definitely feel it. Like, it didn't necessarily have pacing issues. It did. At not, the end, it did. Not so much pacing. Bro, just it's like, not spoilers, but Venom had a whole character arc off screen. He goes from, fuck this planet, I'm, I'm, I'm actually I'm part of an invasion force that's going to destroy the entire planet, to, actually, I like this planet now. It's like, when? When did that happen? Well, I, I think that's more of a, of, 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 a, of a writing issue more so than pacing. No, I feel like things have had to have happened between those two moments. That's why I think it's more of a, of a writing issue, because I think pacing is more just like, okay, this movie's starting to feel long, or, or oh, this movie is too short. Like that, well, yeah, the movie was too short. I think. I mean, hour and fifty minutes is a long time. 
It is, but, but it didn't feel like but, an hour and, fifty and movies. Now, now in today's today's world, most superhero movies are two plus, two yeah. hours plus. Yeah. So this movie should have been two plus hours, especially considering what they tried to do with all the like the villain got no development. And no. they could they could have used more development with with Riz Ahmed's character. Yeah, he's a good actor too. But yeah, he is a good actor. Both before he got the symbiote and after he got the symbiote, there was no. Oh my god, it was like, yeah, we'll get into it. Spoilers, but the, the shit that they do when he gets the symbiote, I'm just like, wait, what happened? What exactly? Okay, what like, <laughs> he got the symbiote and then it's like, all right, I'm a grand villain, and it's like, yeah. okay, what what what's going on? What happened with that? <laughs> I get it. You hate people already, but Jesus, like that's a so 180. Like, you, need, you need a scene to establish more than just a scene, but something to establish more of of his motivation after he became Riot. And that's another thing. I'm like, why do they have names? What if, yeah, exactly. I was just about to say that. <laughs> what the fuck did these names come from? Yeah. Soon as he gets. Uh, Venom. Venom. Yeah, as soon as Venom gets into Eddie Brock, he's like, hi, Venom. Eddie, my name is Venom. <laughs> Where the fuck did that name come? Who, like, who named you? <laughs> yeah. Why do you have a human name, an Earth that you just got yeah. on this planet? Especially Riot. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Riot especially. Yeah, like, it what? didn't make any sense. And, uh, and that might be a nitpick, but if the movie was good, there wouldn't be these nitpicks. Yeah. And, like, I feel like Michelle Williams' character was completely wasted. Oh, the girlfriend? Yeah. Yes, she was. Like she's a great actress, and she didn't really do anything. And her in this and Eddie movie. didn't really. Her and Tom and yeah, Hardy, her and Tom didn't, really Hardy didn't really have any chemistry. No, like when they broke up, like the first conversation they have after they break up, I'm like, I don't see why I would want you guys to be back together. You seem kind of like a bitch. Like you know what I mean? The boyfriend scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like, yeah, there's no chemistry between them. Like, if again, she's like an Oscar nominated actress. Oh, she is. Oh my god. You don't even know. Do you even know who? Mm-mm. You. How do you love the greatest showman? And it's the same woman. Wait, the the mom? The yes, the wife. I don't know shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same freaking person. It's Did not. She gain weight in it's space? not. It's not Olivia Munn. Why does everybody have to gain? No, she's the same weight. <laughs> I, I did not remember at all. <laughs> Granted, I, I haven't watched the Greatest Showman since the theater. I've only listened to the soundtrack. So maybe that's why I forgot. It's, it's still the same person. She has the same voice. <laughs> <laughs> maybe she should start talking about. He's, uh, he's, he's, she should have burst into song. Yeah. <laughs> Walking on a tightrope with you. <laughs> ooh, Trash. Ooh, 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 ooh. Anyway, so yeah, they didn't have any chemistry. I feel like, I don't know, his characterization of Eddie Brock. It wasn't bad, but yeah, it wasn't. It hashtag not my Eddie Brock. No, because. Yeah, they did make him into a hero. Not even really an anti-hero. He was just pretty much a no, straight he's, he's hero. he was a good guy. Yeah, he was just a straight hero. And it was like... Like, he, the one bad thing he did was for a good reason. And even... I remember, I think during the one of the original trailers, they kept pushing that Venom was going to be an anti-hero. Maybe they just meant the Venom part. <laughs> Not, but not even the Eddie then, Brock he part. wasn't. He wasn't. But the thing is, like people, I've seen people that like Venom, like specifically like Venom, say that they like this incarnation of Venom. Like this is comic accurate. But it's like, is it? Because the Eddie Brock, I remember, it wasn't that Venom and Eddie Brock were two different personalities. No. The the things that Eddie Brock was, wanted. The, that the reason they achieved symbiosis, which funny enough, they they edited. The, oh, all the, the symbiote. They, they not say a symbiote anymore. <laughs> they dug the shit out of everybody to yeah. say symbiote. They're like, which I'm oh, glad. Fuck. Yeah. But the reason they achieved symbiosis is because they both had aligning goals. Yes. 
Eddie Brock hated both Peter Parker and Spider-Man, and the symbiote hated Peter Parker and Spider-Man. So, the what is that? The enemy of my friend, whatever that the saying enemy, is. My enemy is my friend. Yeah, yeah. So that's why they they had aligning goals, and that's why they worked together. Yeah. There was none of that. Like it wasn't like Venom was biting people's heads off, and Eddie Brock was like, "No, this is bad." He's like, "Fuck him." <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like that's an anti-hero. Like he was fine with that. He was he enjoyed that. But this is like. The Venom side of him is the anti-hero, and Eddie Brock is just the good guy, like along for the ride. Yeah, that's not my. That's not the comic book Venom, right? I'm not crazy. No, it's not. Okay, so what the fuck are these com- comic book fans talking about? I don't know. All right, <laughs> and then like I heard a lot of people saying, "Oh, you could do a Venom movie without Spider-Man," and I agree to a certain extent. You don't need Spider-Man going forward in a Venom movie, but this is his origin. Mm-hmm. For Spider-Man not to be around, you feel it. Because yes. a lot of the leaps and bounds that they had to make in this movie to make it make sense didn't make sense. <laughs> and they tried to make it make sense. In what way? In the sense that, like, Venom's look. Granted, he didn't have the Spider-Man logo, but it's still based, even just the eyes and uh, the, the way the costume looks, it's still based in Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, so that didn't work for me. I agree. Uh... What else? Just the even trying to make him into a good guy, like none of that works if you didn't. Because the reason Venom kind of still has some good in him is because he was attached to Peter Parker first, and Spider Man is a good guy. Wait, is that why? No. Yeah, he wasn't good. Venom wasn't good because of that. He was. That wasn't why he had anti-hero tendencies. It was because Eddie Brock wasn't like a complete villain. He he did hate bad people, but he but al- he, he looked at Spider Man as a bad person. Yeah, but he but the but the Venom symbiote saved uh, when he, when it was attached to Peter Parker. It was saving people first, even before Peter Parker knew that the symbiote was alive. The symbiote would go out and start saving people while Peter Parker was, like, sleeping. And Spider-Man would, like, wake up and be like, why, why is he so exhausted? Because the symbiote sensed his urge to want to save people, so he would go out and save people at night. Oh, but that wasn't because of the symbiote. That was because of Peter Parker. That's what I was saying. The P- Peter Parker, the symbiote attaching to Peter Parker and getting his, his altruism is what kind of had him, uh, had the symbiote have some level of good in it. No, because when it went to, by the time Peter rejects it, it fucking hates him. So it's it's not trying to save people because of like it's just good. It was just doing it because that's what he thought its master wanted. Yeah, it hates him, but it still had some good in him. That's what I'm saying. It still has some mm. level of good in it. So you think when he combined with Brock, that's what made him an anti-hero? Wait, what? Like, but so what are you saying? And that's like it had good in it, and then when it attaches itself to Brock. It continues to do good acts with Brock when he's an anti-hero because of that combination with Spider-Man? A little bit, yeah. No. It was all just Eddie. Yeah. That's why Eddie was like, you know, an anti- Because he was still killing people. He was killing bad people. Whatever, fuck you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, overall, like... Even though I feel like the writing was poor, the directing was poor, <laughs> for the most part... It was enjoyable enough. Like I did kind of like the banter between Eddie Brock and Venom. Yes, it was. There were genuinely funny moments, and I liked the voice. I did. Oh like wait, the Venom's voice. voice. I did like Venom's voice. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I didn't hate it. It wasn't like I was like, oh, this voice is stupid. 
Yeah, because I mean, if the voice was terrible, that I think that would have killed a lot of the movie. I'm gonna say, I'll say this: that pussy thing I just threw out there, that's like a diss. I actually like that. Like that, oh, that was yeah. a funny joke. Yeah, <laughs> you pussy. Yeah, he's like, he's like, like uh, he just broke into the top of like a, a, a tall skyscraper, and Venom's like, jump, and then you think he's gonna jump, like jump out the window, and then the next moment you see him taking the elevator, and Venom's just like, pussy. <laughs> that was funny, but like. Like I said, the villain the villain was not developed at all. And then when you get to no. the end fight, and it's symbiote versus symbiote, and they're both kind of black, so you know yeah. you can't. And then it's taking whose idea was And then that? it's taking place at night. Yes. So you can't really see anything of what the fuck is going on. They both look alike, so you can't tell which one is Venom and which one is Riot. Slime fight. Basically, they gave me Black Panther final scene feels, third act feels, but worse. But yeah, but worse. Yeah, it'd be like if Killmonger and, and Black Panther were like goo and like would, would every once in a while when they're fighting kind of merge and unmerge. So it was like, what the fuck is happening? I can't tell what's happening. <laughs> Who's winning? <laughs> and then because we got Riot, and this isn't a spoiler, but like, because we know it's going to come. So it makes me, and granted, I get Carnage is red, but it kind of makes me go, if we get a sequel, which I guess we are based on the box office, <sighs> I'm like, it's going to be the same thing. Symbiote versus symbiote. Yeah, I don't. Like you do that, you do that once in one movie. Your sequel do something else. But like, if you just do symbiote versus symbiote every movie, like, what's exciting about that? Exactly. Just because he's a serial killer, so it's higher stakes. Oh, he's a red symbiote yeah. this time. He's a psychopath, not a sociopath like the other guys. Yeah. Different. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. And then when we get to that final end credit scene, like that killed it for me. Uh, wait, wait. The in like the two post credit scenes. Not no, not the final final one. I love that one. Okay. But the one that's actually in continuity with the movie. Yes, okay. Yeah. That killed it for me. And I was like, that this is your moment to sell me on a that sequel. Was terrible. <laughs> but like everything about it was terrible. Let's we're, you, are you done? Yeah, <laughs> I wanna talk I'm about that. Done. I'm done. But I, ultimately, yeah, I would give it a, a passable. Oh, so we're in the same straight, boat. Straight, straight passable. passable. Yeah. Not as bad as it could have been, but not nearly yeah, as good not, as it could yeah, have been. Yeah, not as bad as I thought it would, but it could have been so much better. Like I saw the potential, and the, I saw I saw the potential. Were in you this like movie. me and in the beginning, kind of feeling it to some extent? Because before they get into Riz Ahmed's character, the first thing you see with him, I'm like, oh, he's actually not a bad dude. Yeah, to some extent, I was like, wait a minute, I'm I'm kind of liking this movie. Am I trash? Like what's going on? <laughs> you look at your hand, you become trash. Yeah, I'm like, oh, turning into trash. Is the symbiote taking me over? Like what is? <laughs> I'm kind of digging it, but yeah. then I'm just like, as the movie keeps going, it's like, nope. But even up, then, I still, I still don't get the Catwoman stuff. All right, let's talk about that first. Let's get into spoilers. For those that want to hear spoilers, uh, check out the iTunes or SoundCloud descriptions. Timestamps are there. Um, but we're gonna talk about spoilers now. Spoilers. Um, yeah, the Catwoman comparisons. Catwoman and Venom do the same thing in the movie to set up what the difference is. When Catwoman doesn't have powers, and when she becomes Catwoman. And when Venom doesn't have powers, and when it becomes Venom. And as it was happening, I saw it happening. I was like, oh, this is the Catwoman happening. You go through, like, the life of Eddie Brock. You see him. He's, like, you know, a journalist. Or what, what is it called? Like, he's not a journalist. He's, a like, a news personality, like, for a TV. He's like, oh, and that's, that's... He's, like, uh, modern... You, Sorry, that's another thing what? that reminds... Like, they start off the movie by saying he's one of, like, the top journalists in the country... But then as the movie progresses, it's like, how is he 
an investigative journalist and he's making these he's stupid. stupid decisions. That's what I'm saying. As soon as he becomes Venom, though, he becomes Stimpy. Yeah. Like, he's not smart anymore. He's almost not even the same character. Because in the beginning of the movie, he's on point. When he does the interview with Riz Ahmed's character, because the whole thing is he doesn't want to interview him because he thinks he's dirty. He has all these rumors about him doing experiments to people that are homeless, which is all true. He's, mm-hmm. he's of course, an asshole. But you don't know that at first. All you know is what Eddie tells you, which is that he's a bad guy. But he's the protagonist. You have to just go, okay, I guess he's a bad guy. And here's the thing where they, they kind of hint toward comic book elements. They do, they do say he's from New York. That he did work for something called the Daily Globe or the something. Globe, it's yeah. not the Bugle. No, it's so not it's like, Bugle. oh, you're so close. <laughs> so they kind of nod to being a past of being in New York, being a journalist. And now he's like a YouTube or news personality or whatever for TV. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they do another stupid thing where it's like what? he loses his job. He lives in San Francisco. That's the most expensive city. Well, he's also the- living with her. One no after he after they break up, but he's living in a shitty place after that. But no, he loses his job, so he has no income, and San Francisco is the most expensive place in the country. But yeah, he's giving homeless people money. Where the fuck? Well, that was all to show you that he's a good guy. No, he'll fuck. give money to people even you though you don't have no money. Like, You're living in the most expensive place <laughs> in the country. How he's did, down on his luck, but he's still giving homeless people no, good things. Bullshit. And that was really only to set up like so when you see her later on. This is jumping everywhere, but when he gets Venom, it's from that homeless woman that he helped that one time. So he thinks he's saving her from that facility, but really, yeah, whatever. All right, but Catwoman comparisons first. Um, so they, the movie sets up the daily life of Brock, and he's with his girlfriend, and life is great, he's in love, he's a good guy apparently, and he apparently lost his old job because he just wouldn't stay quiet about some issue that he had to expose. Did they really go into what it was? They Not really. Yeah, no, they didn't. Um... So they, everyone's telling him, like, look, you got to interview this Riz Ahmed guy, and things are going to, like, don't don't stray into your Eddie Brock bullshit of just trying to expose people about shit. This is the the, the, the studio, what is it? Not the studio. The um, corporate wants this, whatever their corporate uh, backing people are. And if you don't do this, we're fucked. So just do it, and don't ask any questions that are going to, like, uh, that are going to make him, uh, that are going to antagonize Riz Ahmed's character. Of course he does. <laughs> and he does that by sneaking into his girlfriend's computer because she's, she's conveniently, she's a lawyer for that same company. So she gets emails that expose, like conveniently also, which is completely exposed Riz Ahmed mm-hmm. for all the bullshit Eddie accuses him of. So then he uses that to attack Riz Ahmed's character, which ends up getting him and her fired, which makes him hate her. But so you get all this set up. And at one point, you even see, like, once he's fired and he's living in the, sh- in the slums or whatever, and the movie skips six months ahead, which is fucking, that was a crazy. Like, why jump six months? But I guess to show that he's fallen on hard times now, that he fucked up his whole life. But there are moments, like, when he walks into his apartment, and there's a guy playing music, and you can see he's, like, he's, he's trying to zen out, like, his life is shit, but he's just trying to, med- he's just trying to meditate at one point. And then his roommate, who he calls an asshole when he walks in, starts blasting music. And he, he opens the door, and he walks up to the guy's door, and he just goes, Arr! and he's mad. But he doesn't do anything. The same shit happens to Catwoman when, before she becomes Catwoman, there's a thing in the same thing. Her apartment, her the people across from her building or whatever are making a lot of noise, and she's just mad. But she's too timid to do anything about it. When he becomes Venom, what does he do? He marches right over there and scares the fuck out of them and or the guy. And he's just like, oh, my, sorry, bro. My bad. Pretty funny scene. 
But it's just to show you the difference between when he had no spine, when he had no venom, and as opposed to when he did have spine, when he became venom. What happened with Catwoman? She's timid with her powers, but when she gets her powers, she like, I think she, what does she do? She like, she yells at them from across the building or something like, hey, turn that shit off or whatever she something says. Like yeah. yeah. I don't remember. But that's what I'm saying. Like they, they do, and that's the only one example, but they do multiple things like that where they'll have a scene specifically to show you what he's like without having venom. Oh, the uh, convenience store. Same thing. He walks into the convenience store without powers. Uh, the, the woman who apparently he's friends with that works there gets held up. Apparently she's being um, held for like ransom money at you know random intervals, and he can't do anything about it. So he just goes about his day. Cut to the end of the movie. What does he do? Now that he has powers. Uh, I'm gonna fucking eat your head. Turd in the wind. <laughs> you know what I mean? Same shit. It's it's all just things where they set up scenes specifically to pay off later when he has a symbiote. That's the Catwoman comparison. You kind of see it? I mean, but don't they do that in a lot of movies, though? They do, but none that blatant. So, so I'm like, to compare it to Catwoman, a lot but, of movies But do what that. other superhero movies do that? Like No movies are that blatant where it's like, he was a nice guy, now he's a bad guy. She was a nice girl, but now she's a bad girl. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that, that's where I saw the Catwoman comparisons. But like, while I was sitting there, I was like, oh, I, before they even had the payoff scenes, I was like, this is going to come back. <laughs> There's no reason to show this guy, this this asshole roommate, unless you're going to come back to this guy later when he has a symbiote. And of course he does. Um, I thought it was also kind of funny that Venom hates being called a parasite in the same way that Hancock doesn't, Hancock doesn't like to be called an asshole. You, you see that? I don't remember Hancock. Well, it's like his one thing. It's like, call me an asshole one more time. Okay, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and his parasite whole thing. apologize. <laughs> apologize right now. <laughs> it's like, what fuck? You're an alien monster. Why do you care what I call you? Exactly. <laughs> what well, you have emotions that you're working through? How do you know what a parasite is? And how did you? How do you know English? <laughs> he, what upsets me at one point, Venom calls himself a loser. Like he's like, I like this yeah, world I like now. You. I like you because we're both losers. I'm like, what? Are, are other symbiotes picking on you on the meteor they found you on? Like, I'm confused. You're all goo. Like, you're not bodies. You don't have a physical body to manifest in. I mean, they're still sentient. Like, there's a, there's a symbiote planet called Clintar. Clint, Clint That's in the comics. Yeah. But in this movie, they found them on a meteorite. On a meteorite, yeah. So are the other symbiotes making fun of them <laughs> while they're hurtling through they space? Are. I don't understand. They're throwing parts of their goo at each other. <laughs> it's like, Venom, you so... I don't even t- how do you even talk if you don't have a, if you don't have a, a host? Psychically? Yeah, it's like, I don't know. Venom, you suck. I mean, and getting to that, that's like one of the biggest fucking like, uh, plot holes in the movie. How the fuck... At the beginning of the movie... The ship crashes with J. Jonah Jameson. I was in just it. about to say that. Well, not J. It was his son. Well, Jameson. Jameson's oh, yeah, son. Yeah, I'm sorry. J. Jonah Jameson's son. His son is an astronaut. So I was like, oh, they're tying it to parts in the Spider Man universe. Okay. But then he dies. So yeah. maybe not. <laughs> but one symbiote gets away and it's Riot. And he just starts like possessing people. And it takes him six months to get to San Francisco. But why? How does he know where the other symbiotes are? Are they, are they psychically linked? Where he can just like linked. I guess they're linked. I don't know. And it takes six months for him to get to San Francisco. He had to get from one body to the next. And it took six months to do that. It took six months. And beyond that, for whatever reason, Riot possessed people. It wasn't a thing where like the person was still in control. Every other time Venom like took over somebody's body, 
the person still had some semblance of their own mind or something. But Riot just completely takes over a person to the point where they're like zombies walking yeah, around. Riot's so so much more powerful. Okay, cool. Um, how did he not and get basically noticed? Basically, has the same powers as Carnage. Yeah, that's too. It's like you're taking away from Carnage when you just have the same. It's a symbiote with the same abilities but different color. So like, what now? What are you escalating to in the sequel with Carnage? Carnage is even stronger than Riot. But I don't know. It was just weird to me that there was a six month jump, but then every time they showed Riot. Like going from person to person, the person who was in was a zombie. So I'm like, no one noticed? Like a, a zombie walking around, <laughs> taking over bodies? Like nobody? No. <laughs> wow, that little girl sure is weird. Wow, that old lady sure is weird. <laughs> nobody was looking for this thing. No. Okay, whatever. <laughs> that to me was just like, I don't, how did you even find where these symbiotes are toward the end? Convenience. That's where it's just plot convenience, really. And then six months worth of convenience, because I'm like, we have planes, doesn't? And which, and it was on a plane. Funny, I was gonna say she got on a got on a plane. It wouldn't take. But I guess six it months. took six months to find a plane. It took six months for the story to start because they needed that six month jump to make Eddie a fucking loser, I guess. But they could have done that without a time skip. You didn't need a six month time skip to do that. No, you didn't. Fucking weird. Very weird. Um, what was I gonna say? The score was pretty. The score was decent. The score? Yeah. I didn't really notice. Was there a, was there a Venom theme song? I don't. I don't think so. Remember, no, I don't remember there being a Venom theme song. But I don't. I didn't hate the music. I didn't. I guess I didn't. I didn't notice it, so it didn't sound like it stood out to me. Um, we're gonna get back into the middle of the, the movie, but, but I, I want to like jump to that the the the, the chase scene that, that oh. he did on a motorcycle. I felt like that was a little too long. Did you feel that way too? Yeah, I was like, okay, we're still going with this. There was literally a point where I was like, yo, this is this is kind of boring now. Like, I mean, it, the things that we were doing were kind of interesting. Yeah, the things that they were doing were interesting, but it went on way too long. Yeah, the best part was the very end where he like is being smashed between two cars chasing him. And they use the symbiote's tendrils to like move their steering wheels in opposite directions, and they go flying into like the buildings, and then he immediately gets hit by a car. <laughs> yeah, and that's where we get that scene in the trailer where he's like, "Eyes, lungs, pancreas, so many snacks, so little time." I do. Mm -hmm. I like. I like the voice actually. Now that yeah, I'm doing I it, I like it's voice. fun. To, it's fun to talk in his voice. Yeah, but then he goes. To, he proceeds to bite people's heads off, and no blood. And I'm also like. <laughs> How does that work though? Because it's a symbiote. Like, if you're using them, like, it's not a real mouth. It's just a design. Like, where does it go? Yeah, where is it going? Like, is, is it going into Brock's stomach? I don't know. It dissolves into the symbiote, I guess, to feed it, I guess. I mean, I was surprised they even went that far. I didn't think they were going to do, because the symbiote, you know, Venom notoriously, I'll eat your brains. So, like, the fact that they actually did it, I was like, oh, shit, all right. But then, like, it's just weird because, like, it's not a dark movie, but the things he's doing are very dark. Mm -hmm. And what fucked me up was like when people would see it, they weren't freaked out enough. Like the girlfriend when she yeah, sees when him, she saw it, she was just like, "Hospital, you're, yeah, you're now. sick. Let's go to the hospital." I'm like, "You're not getting my fucking car after I just saw <laughs> Hell that." No, yeah. <laughs> you became a fucking giant ten foot black goo monster and uh, killed a bunch of SWAT members, like SWAT team people. Don't hurt them; they're good guys. I'm like. You just beat the shit out of, like, were they not, none of them were dead? I'm pretty sure, no, because he bit one's head, he bit one. No, he didn't, he didn't bite, he was about to bite the, oh. the SWAT person's head off. 
don't know. That's the line. Nah, he, don't bite his head off. <laughs> I'm sure some of them are fucking dead because he beat one of them with another. Like he took yeah. one of them. Yeah, with the leg. Yeah. He beat a motherfucker with the motherfucker. Yeah. So yeah, that somebody in there should be dead, but let's just say no one died. But at the end of the movie, I thought that action sequence was pretty good. I like that one, but that I. But unfortunately, I saw that. That was a TV spot I watched. Remember, I was like, there was, they released. See, that's why I don't watch TV spots. That was the whole action scene. I was like, fuck, man, I saw the whole thing. And that was probably my favorite action scene. Um, definitely, actually, because it wasn't. The last fight was terrible. So that was like the really only big Venom set piece fight. There were only three set pieces the, 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 the uh, motorcycle, the him fighting the SWAT team, and then finally at the end. Yeah. Fighting Riot. With the shuttle going off or whatever. Um, yeah. But. I want to go back like to the girlfriend. Used, they could use a neck, another uh, set piece. You're right, but um, on on the the subject of people not reacting enough to how dark that shit he's doing is at the end, where again in the trailer when he's in the convenience store and he's at first he's threatening the guy because it's a thing where he's like, "You tell your friends that if you do anything, I'll be there to stop you," and then he's like, and he finishes Full the whole speech. Superhero. Yeah, and then he finishes the whole speech and he's like. On second thought, never mind. And he bites his head off. And then he becomes Eddie again. And the fucking, the woman who's watching the whole thing is just like, oh my God, Eddie. He's like, oh, I've got a parasite. I'm like, bitch, you should be screaming. You should be like, Exactly. A monster decapitated a man's head by eating it. Right in front of you. Right. Two feet in front of you. And then the dude just walks in. That's kind of like the same thing with the predator. You just killed somebody. Yes. And you're like 11 years old, not even, and you have no reaction. This was the Predator in terms of like, I guess Venom movies, but like this, this reminded me so much of the Predator, like the the over the top no, campy action. You know what this movie was a poor man's upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> Very much so. Upgrade did it way better. Remember our prediction that Upgrade would be a way better movie? Yeah, it was. It was. Don't watch this shit. If you have to watch, yeah, a if Venom you want to watch Venom, watch Upgrade. Watch Upgrade because. <laughs> There was one more action scene. With not Tom Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is the not Tom Hardy. But there was one more action scene when the uh, the Life Foundation guys go to his apartment. Oh, they go to his apartment, yeah. And it's very upgrade. It's very upgrade. But upgraded better. <laughs> but the, like how he, like the Venom symbiote was like pulling him in different directions and he's fighting without really knowing what's happening. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this is upgrade. Okay. But it just wasn't as good. No, so, not, e- not, not even close. Yeah, so I was like, eh. I mean, I've seen this done better. Like, if I hadn't seen Upgrade, maybe I would have, like, enjoyed that scene more. But after seeing Upgrade, I'm like, this is just, this is a weak version of Upgrade right now. Even the act, even, I'll, and that's not to say, take, take away from Tom Hardy. Like, Tom Hardy's a pretty damn good actor. But even the acting wasn't, like, when he was trying to react to, like, the body movements. Yeah. The guy in Upgrade, not Tom Hardy, did it way better. I don't even know. What is his name? You gonna look it up? <laughs> um... I mean, you're absolutely right. He did do it way better. But I think it's also that Stimpy persona he had. Because at that point, he was being the Stimpy... Logan Marshall Green. Logan Marshall Green. Um, He was doing, like, the Stimpy reactions of, like, Oh, what's going on? Darp, darp, darp. Like, the, the upgrade guy was more like a person where he was just like, Oh, dude, stay down, man. I don't know what's happening, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that seemed more realistic. But Eddie was... I mean, Tom Hardy was in full-on, like, like uh, clumsy doofus mode. Yeah, and this was the first time we've seen the Venom symbiote manifest. And yeah. he's just like, yeah, I don't know what's going on. This it's weird. Is, this is weird. You're not really freaking out? Like, I mean, but actually, on Morgan that note... Marshall, like, his character was freaking the fuck out. I'm going to go... I'm gonna, before we get to... I'm going to go back a little bit, but... Another Catwoman comparison while we're in this scene. 
um, him eating everything, like him being hungry and just, which is it's such a trope. I hate when it's like, oh, I'm transforming into something. I've got a crazy appetite. He goes to his fridge, starts eating everything, goes to his garbage, starts eating everything, throws up. Like, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Catwoman did the same thing. Catwoman just started licking milk, started eating tuna. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, how do we make it seem like something's inside of him or, or he's changing? Make him really hungry. <laughs> but the fact that when he got the symbiote, it, I forgot the woman's name, the actress, but she works at the Life Foundation, scientist. the scientist, and she brings him um, to the foundation to try and get dirt on Riz Ahmed's operation. She throws him in there without, without even telling him what to do because one security guard walks in so she's like, I'm going to lock you in this room that just conveniently has every single patient, like hobo patient that it's like we're experimenting on in there. Mm-hmm. He finds the whole homeless woman that he met, like is friends with, I guess, from before. And she jumps him and just like the, I guess just in the, in their, in their wrestling, their tum, their tumbling, whatever, the symbiote goes out of her and goes into him. Did he not see the black goo come out of her hands and go into him? I guess not in the struggle and the lights yeah, flashing. Not. But then... The first thing he does is he runs away from the freaking other, uh, the the security that's chasing him down, and he's doing things that are completely, like, inhuman. Like, he's leaping off of walls, he's running super fast, he's jumping through fences, and then he, he it ends with him running, like, crawling up a tree that's so fucking high, it's like a fucking, the Mount Everest of trees. I don't think he crawled, I think he jumped. Or jumped, whatever. But then it cuts to him. Just going right to his girlfriend and the uh the her boyfriend, trying to explain to them not not that he's like something happened and he's fucking a monster or like he's got powers, but just trying to tell them about the Riz Ahmed thing and how the Life Foundation is like running experiments on homeless people. But it's like, wouldn't your first questions be what the fuck is going on? What's happening to me? Yeah, that doesn't come a question until after that scene where he goes back home and then he eats everything, throws up, falls asleep, wakes back up, and then he's like. Huh, I think I have a parasite. You know what I mean? I think something's wrong with me. I'm like, why? Why are you questioning that now? Like, there were so many moments in the movie where I was just like, people wouldn't react like this in the real world. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like, very, very bizarre reactions. Or like, like it, it, they waited too long to have certain reactions. Even not enough time. <laughs> yeah, I don't, it's it's weird. Did you catch that too? Yeah, I I I mean, going going to uh. Even the ending that you mentioned with the woman, like that's when I was, it was like really glaring, uh, where she had no reaction that he fucking ate somebody's head. You need to talk directly into the mic. I'm like right here, no, 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 but you're off the side like this. Just push it this way. There you go. <laughs> I'm making sure I don't want any problems. All right, with this audio. <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> no, but, but you're absolutely right. But yeah, so soon as. Yeah, that that was the most glaring. But yeah, that was it was it felt like the whole the whole movie. It was just like, what are these reactions? Especially Michelle Williams' character. I was like, this is stupid, very stupid. Yeah, and like they didn't spend enough time with them as a couple. For me even to the care doctor, about them. even the doctor, he kind of freaked out a little bit when they pulled Venom out of him. But he, even he didn't really have a reaction. You should be freaking the fuck out when yeah. you see a blob monster. You're a man of science, and you see this alien creature. Like you should be. And then they have the most inopportune time to have a, a side conversation. An alien creature well, I guess they is thought locked it was, in a room. I guess they thought it was stuck. Would you take your eyes off an alien monster for a second? But in this world, they would. Fuck that. <laughs> I, can't, I couldn't believe they were spending that moment to have that conversation. I'm like, as the symbiote's escaping. 
I'm like, what? And it was so stupid. It was like, yeah, we're not together anymore. He's like, what are you talking? That's not what I'm talking about. Like, it was so stupid. It was so stupid. Then why is She-Venom fucking making out with Eddie Brock? That was fucking weird. And then Brock is letting it happen. And I'm like, you guys just want to have a kiss moment between but two. that is where I felt like the movie cut. From the moment... He gets abdu- Eddie gets abducted by the Life Foundation when he doesn't have a symbiote on him, and the dog that has a symbiote in it, I guess off screen jumps into her. Did she allow it? They never even explain how that happened. Like she looks at the dog, dog looks at her, dog looks at her and the next time you see her, she's sheaving him. Yeah, so I guess Venom jumped out of him and went into her. I guess I'm thinking she allowed it because she saw that the dog was a symbiote. Yeah, because yeah, his eyes flicked or whatever. Yeah. But then it's like, why would you? Because at that moment, Venom was still like a monster. Like Venom was like, yeah, he had bands with Brock. Yeah, they just said it was killing. It's killing you. Yeah, it's killing you. But even beyond that, like, yeah, him and Eddie had banter. But there was even like in the car going to the hospital, you weren't really sure if Venom was gonna like like kill people other than the people he wanted to actually kill. Like Eddie didn't have control over it. He was just like, uh, don't kill this cop. Oh, but I really want to. All right, I won't, I guess. And then also, conveniently, Venom is, is divulging all of his weaknesses to Michelle Williams' character, and Oh, yeah. <laughs> sound. Yeah. And fire. And fire. He knew the exact hurts of sound that would hurt him. I'm like, how do you know that? How, what the fuck? How do you know these things? Over 600. Yeah, I'm like, are you in space? You're talking to your, your symbiote friends? You just all know each other's weaknesses and stuff? Conveniently, there's no sound in space. Yeah, what the fuck? We're fire. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> but, um... It's just I that that moment felt like I like her. Where did I even come from? But that's what I'm saying. Like from that point, it felt like there was a cut there because as soon as Venom gets back to him, it's like you know what? Let's save the world. Let's be superheroes. Yeah, this I movie like felt Earth. like I'm like was, what? This movie <laughs> felt like it was trying to be a romance between Eddie Brock and Venom. Like Venom wanted to fuck Eddie Brock, basically. I mean, he kind of did. <laughs> he was I, in, he was I, inside I, him. I, li- I like you. I want to be inside I wanna you. Be, I want to stay on Earth because of you, Eddie. You're the one that because ch- he was originally trying to uh, accomplish Riot's mission. Yeah, which was invade the world. Which was to invade the world, bring millions of symbiotes to Earth. Yeah, and, destroy and then it. he's like, I don't want to do that anymore because you, you. And Eddie Brock was like, What changed you? He's like, You, Eddie. And I'm like, Get when? the fuck out of yeah. What? I'm like, When? When did this happen? It's like he had a whole character arc off screen. That's all I'm sitting there like, I don't. Like, what did Eddie Brock do to make you have this moment of altruism to become a, wanted to be a hero? The most you get is, like, he look, there's one point where he gets, jumps in the building and looks around, and he's like, this world's actually kind of beautiful. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> there's just so many moments like that where I was just like, you, you're telling me this, but you're not showing me any of it. You're just explaining it to me. And it's like... Even with Riz Ahmed and Riot. Granted, you don't have to make Venom rated R. Because, I mean, he's not rated R, not really, in the comic. Mm. Especially when he's interacting with Spider-Man. But it's like, I don't want to see a goofy Venom. And that's what I got. He was goofy. Yeah. But there were moments where I felt like it could be sinister, but they didn't allow that time to breathe for it. Like, in the, like in the car ride scene, going to the hospital... I wasn't, I'm like, is this a dark moment? Is this supposed to be dark? Like, is the symbiote going to eventually kill Brock? He doesn't really give a fuck about him. Like, you're not really sure. But then the next scene, now we're friends. And then, and then this is, again, that the scene with Shiva and stuff comes directly after they tried to kill it. 
They tried to kill Venom. Yeah. So why is Venom now like, uh, we're friends? <laughs> I'm like, shouldn't you be mad? Shouldn't you be like, oh, fuck you? Like, you know, something? No. I like you. I like you now. <laughs> I'm like, I don't understand this shit. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. But Riz Ahmed's character, like, again, the first thing you see him in, he's being polite to kids. And, like, I was like, oh, maybe he's layered. Maybe he's not such a bad guy. And maybe, like, we'll see, he has an actual reasoning for the things he wants to do. Not really. No. He just wants to just, the, he doesn't give a fuck about the world because he feels like the space is the next frontier and, and humans are weak. But by joining symbiosis with the symbiotes, we can become strong and live in space. And then it's like, like what? But how did you, fi- how do you know about these symbiotes? How, how did you discover them? Where did that come from? That's true. They don't even talk about that. They don't talk about that at all. Like, the first, like, to even to know they were out there to be searching for them to bring them back. Yeah. That's a good fucking question. I didn't even think about that. As soon as the movie starts, they're coming back to Earth with the symbiotes. Yeah. And they're trying to, he's trying to get, and he's like, and he's trying to capture them. And they know but what they like, do, basically. Yeah, but I'm like, how do you know about them? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Stop asking questions. <laughs> um, I thought it was funny in that first scene, too. The, the kid asks a question, and he's like, and the kids are like, forever, shh. Like, he's like, don't shush her. She's asking you questions. Questions are a good thing for people to ask, blah, 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 blah. But then when Eddie Brock asked the question. No, 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 like, but he didn't even answer the, the question. No, he, yeah, she, he didn't he answer didn't the question. He didn't answer the question. I was laughing, but then. She didn't, I actually, actually, I don't think she got the, she didn't get to ask she the question. She didn't ask the questions because no. someone else interrupts. And then she, he does tell the person to answer her question as he leaves the room. Yeah. But I was like, bro. You can't make a big ass deal like that to be like, curiosity is important and we should all ask questions. Don't shame her. But I'm not going to answer that question. I'm going to go this way. I was like, you could have just at least answered the question in that scene, bro. I mean, like, there's no fair, reason. They did, call him away. they did call him away, though. But why even set it up like that? It is, yes. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's like in The Predator where they set up the, vi- the, vi- the villains to beat up the little boy and then they just left. Yeah, I'm like, answer the fucking question. It's like two seconds. Even if it's a stupid question. <laughs> but whatever. But then as the movie progresses, you see more and more that he's like a passive aggressive kind of evil. Where like he's like, uh, we're making advances in science. Like, yeah, your, your children will be proud. How are your kids, by the way? And you can tell he's threatening the scientists when he's saying that. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's like, all right, so he's kind of like a, he's a subtle evil. But then the next scenes, he's just like straight up like, oh, humans are trash. (laughs) You're weak and fragile. Oh, man, that guy just contorted and fucking died. Let's, next, next, let's get the next volunteer. Which is a very Ant-Man scene. The first Ant-Man with the sheep. Remember with the yellow jacket? The sheep became goo and he's like, all right, next. Same thing. It's like they almost lifted scenes from other movies to make this movie. (laughs) But like... As the movie progresses, you see how one-dimensional he is to the point where when Riot eventually gets to the Life Foundation and just wander, a little girl just wanders past yeah, security. High security multi, is terrible. Multi, multi-million, billion, probably billion-dollar company just able to walk in. Oh, before we get to this point, though. It's funny, before that with Eddie Brock, when he got in, and they're trying to figure out who, like, they're, they're, they have to ask the scientists who it is she brought in. I was like, like there's, there's no, no cameras? cameras? Yeah, there's I'm no like, cameras. <laughs> Thank you. I was like, this multi-million dollar corporation has no cameras and one security guard? Get the fuck out of here. But yeah, so the, the little girl walks in, past security, again, like, and he fired the one guy. I mean, so I guess, there was no I guess, security. I guess Riot killed the security. I guess so. They didn't explain that. Though. But even then, it's like, how does Riot know to go to this specific place? 
And then how does Riot know to go to Riz Ahmed's character? It's like... I'm throwing when, my hands up right now. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know. know. <laughs> it's like when the girl... It's like she knew what she was looking for. She knew who she wanted to go to. But how? Script. <laughs> she read the script. Plot. Yeah. And then it cuts. So you don't see like what happens like after that. And then the next time you see Riz Ahmed, he's totally fine. Yeah, no conversation or... No, nothing. And then it's revealed when he's alone with Eddie Brock that Riot's already inside of him. And they're just friends. They're just cool with each other. And he's just like, we're going to do this together, right? And Riot's like, yeah, we, we're we totally going to bring aliens to this world to kill everyone. Like, I don't understand. His plan was just to have humans go to space because I guess eventually humanity was going to destroy itself on, on Earth. So it's better to venture out into space, I guess. Yeah. But then all of a sudden he's cool with the symbiote. He's cool with the symbiote. Invading, invading the planet and killing everybody because it's evolution? I don't. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck, man. Like these are all. But this is all like I'm sitting there. I'm like, because it's not like they're so weak. Yeah, because it's not like their 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 uh their goals aligned. Like no. Because he he started out as a person that seemed like he wanted to save humanity. I mean, but he also hated humanity. He didn't give a fuck about it. Because the whole point of going, into, the whole point of having the symbiotes bond with humans is so humans could survive in space. <coughs> right. So he wants to save humanity, but then it's like, fuck people. I'm like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, but like I said before, if they revealed that he was already, and I feel like that would make more sense. If the revelation was he already had a symbiote the entire time, and he was just doing this this entire thing to bring the rest of the symbiotes here or something. But the fact that he was just an, like a sociopathic asshole, and the, and the symbiote him just happened upon each other, and just happened to have their their goals aligned for some reason. It was just like, it was so weak to me. And they're also going further. This is more of a nitpick, but if we end up getting a sequel, I'm going to have questions with why, why there's a difference. Eddie, like Tom Hardy is so small. And so is Riz Ahmed. And so with, for them to turn oh. into their Venom Riot characters, and, be giant and then to be giant, mu- yeah, muscular thing, it doesn't make sense to me. Especially because, when she Venom small still. Yeah. Cause yeah. Cause when it gets into, uh, to uh to Anne Anne she's she's she venom she's yeah, like she's she she's venom like a, she looks like a that sexy yeah sleek sexy venom. yeah sexy boob venom mm-hmm. it's like it doesn't make sense to why why there's a difference like why yeah. does he change Eddie Brock to look the way he does but then when it comes to she venom she has to have the female form at one point Rizamed's like oh your 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 host is str-, or Riot's like your host is strong. I'm like what the fuck does that mean? Yeah, what is that like Eddie Brock yeah, was look, strong? Yeah, in that, the that's what I was about to get to. The reason Venom looks the way he does is because Eddie Brock was working out. And he was a juicer. He did steroids. And he, shit. Yeah, he and, he, and he achieved a muscular form. Yeah, and so when the Venom symbiote attached to him, it took on that form, and that's why it's stronger. It became stronger when uh, he became Venom, as opposed to when he was attached to Spider Man. Yeah, that's why Carnage is thin because Cleus Cassidy's thin. Yeah, so that's why I was going to say, so when you get to the sequel and you have Carnage, why? because they're going to make it look like the comic. It's like, why is Carnage going to look one way and Venom's going to look another way? It doesn't no make idea. sense. Because not like Riz Ahmed was muscular. <laughs> no, Riz Ahmed wasn't muscular at all. But then when you get to Riot, he's muscular because yeah. that's how he looks in the comics. But it's like, yeah, but it, no makes sen- there's, it makes sense in the comic. They didn't just do it just to do it. <coughs> oh, man, like when it att- like when the symbiote attached to Peter Parker it had Peter Parker's form. Yeah. <coughs> oh man, I'm choking. But that final battle was trash. Like 
the trashiest of and the trash. fact that they're fighting on a, a a shuttle that's going into space so like the the vibrations are fucking up the symbiotes and it's coming off of them and going back onto them and all this shit yeah that was weird like when it did that little slow bullet time type thing that was the little fighting. part I kind of liked because I could see what's happening <laughs> yeah but it was still weird it was weird you know it was weirder though when they don't explain enough about how symbiotes work so when Riot absorbs Venom into himself and they become one symbiote I'm like, where did Eddie Brock go? How does that work? And then Riot tries to... No, but to- you know what was really stupid? When Eddie Brock fucking died. Yes. And then the sim- and Venom symbiote crawled onto him and brought him back to life somehow. Well, I assumed he wasn't all the way dead. Like, he was dying. Like, about to die. No, he's, he was fucking dead. I think he was dying. They could have... Granted, I know for the sake of the movie, he was dying. But the way they did it, the way they portrayed it, he was fucking dead. <laughs> Giant fucking thing stabbed through his chest and then he like fell lifeless yeah he was fucking like they could have made it where he was like gasping on his last gasp and then the symbiote attached him right before he like took his last breath okay then that would make sense guess what you're a better director (laughs) (laughs) no he was fucking dead i was like i don't agree with you like what you just described would be a way better way to convey that because i'm like this doesn't make because i'm like why didn't they bring the other people back to life no, I, I read that as he was dying, but no, you're right. They no, didn't, they I'm didn't pretty sure that that's way. what it was supposed to be. He yeah. was he wasn't at, he wasn't fully dead, but that's not how it translated. That moment was kind of the way it it was shocking when he got stabbed. It's like, oh shit, okay, all right, he's dying, but he's not gonna really die, so I'm not really afraid for him. But then what confused me was because they fused at one point and then unfused, and then riots like no, they're still fused. Riots climbing up the the building, or whatever. They unfuse. But then Riot still looks like because when when he absorbed Venom, he looked different. Like he had like more spikes coming out of him and shit. But then he still looked that way even though Venom wasn't in him anymore. So when he killed Eddie, I was like, oh, he's fucked because Venom's still in Riot, but he wasn't. So I was like, so why did he still look like the way he looked when they he absorbed Venom? You know what I'm saying? Did you notice that? No. No. Okay, but you know when they he absorbed Venom, right? Yeah. And he he did get more spikes. Yeah. He looked like that at the end, but he st- he didn't have venom in him still. So I was confused how well, that worked. Cell still had freaking oh he was oh still, he was, seventeen yeah he was still perfect 18. even I didn't have eighteen in him anymore. Okay, kudos. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Dragon Ball Z logic, and the way he, I kind of liked how they killed Riot just because when he's falling and he makes the venom shield and you think Venom's dead but he's it's real that where he's not. I like that scene. It looked kind of cool. Goodbye, Eddie. Yeah. But it's like that was a moment that wasn't earned at all. I was just like, I, I must have feel for Venom now. They're best friends. It's like, Venom, no! <laughs> I'm like, oh no, Venom. <laughs> the monster symbiote that invaded my body. Oh no. <laughs> oh, even talking about the dialogue before he fought Riot. <laughs> he, was, he was describing Riot to Eddie. And he was like, why is this guy so bad? He's like, he's got shit you've never seen. <laughs> and then when he's fighting, he has like the... the I'm like, you realize your shit I've never seen. <laughs> exactly. But when Riot uses like his spikes and shit, Venom's like, told ya. <laughs> like shit like that. I'm like, yo, this writing is terrible. But it's... it's It is. <laughs> it's funny to the normies. Like the normies ate that shit up. Like it was only the the hardcore comic book heads like us that were like, this is shit is whack. But, you know, most people walked out of that movie going like, that was entertaining. I liked it. Yeah, like I said, better than The Last Jedi. Fuck <laughs> out of here, man. I saw people saying it was better than a lot of things. I was like, how do you... 
Venom, you think Venom I mean, was it that made good? more open and weak. Well, I'll <sighs> talk about it later. Yeah. Uh, before we get to the post credit scene, though, uh, just I want to touch on the girlfriend. Like I said, she wasn't likable. And that first scene you see after they had broken up, after the six-month time skip, and he just he just randomly goes to her place. Knows where she lives, I guess. So I guess Eddie's a stalker. I mean, it's the same, isn't it the same place? It was the same. No, he, she had to move out. Because hmm. she couldn't afford the place anymore because she got fired. So I think she moved in with... No, it was a new place, but he had the key to her place. The, the new boyfriend. And the new boyfriend wasn't even like a jerk. He was like a nice guy. Mm-hmm. But like that... They're chemistry wasn't there she just seemed like she was being a bitch to him because we hadn't seen enough of them together to know what she's like even on a good day like there was like one good scene where she's lovely dovey with him and I was in like in the restaurant or whatever like I just you didn't get enough of that character to ever feel like she was more than just the girl of the movie that's why I said Michelle Williams character was wasted yeah in this movie she didn't do anything she venom for no reason. I'm just like, what? <laughs> Fan service. Yeah, I'm like, okay, okay. But it wasn't earned. No, not at all. It was like, oh shit, she venom. Yeah, right on. It was like, uh. it, got, it was really just to get the ugh from the audience when she kisses him. Yeah, and then I'm like, how does she know where he was to save him in the forest? That's also a very fucking good question. <laughs> Maybe venom can just sense him. I don't know, man. No, that's <laughs> a very good question, actually. <laughs> and, Venom's like, we just had a threesome. <laughs> so stupid. Um, what was I gonna say? I guess just skip to the end because not really much to talk about at the like, after the the convenience store scene at the end where they're they're talking they're having banter about like if you're gonna stay with me we're gonna have rules you can only eat bad people. Bur- yeah, because I guess if he doesn't eat people, that's when he starts eating him. Him. Yeah, himself. Yeah. Which makes like you know that that's that's comics. That's kind of what happens. I mean, yeah. they didn't. I don't think they've ever explained that the symbiote will turn on the host, but it makes sense. Like if it has to eat itself to sustain itself, like otherwise it kills you. Um, I'm like you gotta find a lot of like. How do you judge who's bad enough to have their head bitten off? <laughs> like what do you? What, I mean, can't be. A, is it a mugger? Is it a mugger? He's a he's a kind of a mugger. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Fuck rehabilitation. What about a person that lies? Yeah. Yeah, he's bad enough. Fuck it. I'll eat him. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, just jump right to that post credit scene. The first one. Fucking terrible post credit scene. And we all saw it coming. You, as soon as you it opened, I'm like, Carnage. It's going to be Carnage. It has to be Carnage. But fuck it. What's his name? Woody Harrison. Woody Harrison. Awful fucking... Ronald McDonald wig. He looks like Sideshow Bob. <laughs> that shit <laughs> looks Simpsons. terrible. No, I instantly thought Ronald McDonald. It looks so fake. So fucking fake. Looks terrible. Why does he have a curly red hair? And like, I get he's bald in real life, but you can do it. Like, the wig that Samuel L. Jackson has in Captain Marvel does not look bad. Why even give him a wig? Because he has red hair. Who, Cleese Cassidy? Yeah. Who cares? So I'm like, he's bald in real life, so it's not no, like you could but, dye his hair. But Woody Harrelson looks like a bald guy. Like, it looked like a wig on his head. Like, let him rock the bald look. Is it so important that Cleese Cassidy be a redhead? Otherwise, yes. it won't make sense to call him red. because yes, then where is he going to get the red suit? <laughs> so fucking stupid. <laughs> it's not like Eddie's just always wearing black. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> but even their conversation. Are you excited from no, that banter? It was stupid. The on-the-nose pun. When I get out of here, and I'm going to get out, there's going to be carnage. 
Dum dum dum. Uh, so you already named your symbiote. Uh, come, so stupid. But, but how could he do that? Because don't they already have names? Yeah. So he <laughs> already knows the name. He knows the name of the symbiote before the symbiote knows itself. I don't know. Maybe it's, in his case, they bond so much. Like in the comics, it's not a we, it's a me. So maybe he he takes over the symbiote. But I don't give a fuck because Woody Harrison's performance, even in that, he's a good actor. But in that end scene, like his dialogue was shit. I didn't feel that he was a psychopath at all. I didn't get any intimidation from him. Any. But yet, he's supposed to be the psychopath, serial killer, Cleus Cassidy. Fucking, who, that, who was it? Want, was it I don't want it. Because you was think it about Carnage. Chris? Carnage is supposed to be stronger than Venom to the point that it was a big deal in the Spider-Man comics. Spider-Man and Venom had Yeah, because this, this is the first time of, 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 of the taste of Venom being an anti-hero. He had to team up with his arch nemesis, Spider-Man, to take out an even greater threat. Mm-hmm. It's like, we're not going to get any of that, so that makes me annoyed. It's just Riot 2.0 And now. then again, like, yeah, going back to what I was saying, it's just another symbiote versus symbiote fight. Maybe they'll do uh, Carnage USA, where it's a thing. Did you read that? I don't know. I'm like, what is that? Uh, it's a, a mini story arc where Carnage has the ability to replicate himself, and it's like basically Agent Smith, and he takes over a town, and the entire town becomes Carnage. I don't like it. And the Avengers become Carnage, and then Agent Venom has to come in and stop him. It's a whole thing. I don't like but it. But that's the only way you can one up having Riot have his abilities. Like they already did. Riot, they already did Carnage with Riot. So it's like, what are you gonna? How are you gonna go to the next level for the sequel? Bad wig. That, oh my god! That's the a whole movie with that wig. Imagine that. No. Yes. He's sitting there in a straitjacket. He's like, "Can we just skip past all the psychopath behind bars cliche?" I'm like, "No. That's literally what you are. Just because you fucking draw attention to it doesn't make this scene good. <laughs> like, it it's still so, a bad scene. It was so stupid. I have never seen a post credit scene setting that up a made sequel. me angry. Yes, that made me like actively not want to see the sequel. Green Lantern, as shit as the movie was, Sinestro, I was yeah. like, oh, okay, that's kind of interesting. I don't want to see it, but at least the, the post credit scene was good. This, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. And this will get, the fucking part is, this will get a sequel. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, fuck, man. And this, they said it was two post credit scenes. But it's not really. It's, no, it's not. It's, it's a post-credit scene and then an advertisement yeah. for, into the Spider-Verse. That's all it was. But I guess it comes after the credits, so it's post-credits. Bullshit. And, that, that to and me, is it me, or did the credits for this movie feel long as fuck? I can't tell you, because I was talking to the person next to me the entire end. I was like, damn, these credits feel long. Like, how... It couldn't have been that, that that many people working on this fucking movie because it was terrible. Well, no, it was a terrible. I think I gave it, it felt long. I gave it a pass. I gave mad. it a passable, but still. I think it felt long because you were mad. Because like, in my audience, the reason I was having that conversation with that girl to to understand if I'm crazy or not, because after that scene at the convenience store, people there was there was clap there was clapping. It wasn't like a loud applause. Where but there the fuck, was, Where did you go? I went right here to Essex. Uh, I went. Where, no, I, yeah, I was gonna say. No, but again, I was, I, was in, I was in New York. It was all, it was, the audience was a lot of older people that probably didn't really remember Venom if they read it or if they didn't read it, they were just there just to watch a, what they thought was a Marvel movie. Oh, that's another thing. They make sure to uh, drop that yeah, Marvel, Marvel fucking title. Yeah. They did it like twice. They did it twice. They did it twice. And then I was like, but I thought this had nothing to do with Marvel because they had an the, association. They, well, no, not even that, <laughs> but they had the Marvel flip book. Yeah, yeah, but you saw it, right? Yeah. They did a flip book. It says Marvel 
And then at the very top, in small text, in, in association, association with, I'm like, oh, you bastards. You know what you're doing. And then, then in the next scene, they also do it again with association, in association with, with Yeah, I saw it twice. They're making sure you know that this is a Marvel property and it might be part of the MCU. They almost try and trick you. But it's you. not. Kevin it's Feige not. said, no. <laughs> and he's but, right. But, but the funny thing, but that's why I was like, Kevin Feige specifically said it's not going to be part of the MCU. So I'm like, why did he give them permission to use the flip book? Maybe he couldn't say no to that. I mean, I don't know. I honestly don't know. But it was clear, like, if you were paying attention, you would have thought this was an MCU movie. Just based on how they no. they, they, they bought, like plaster Marvel at the very beginning. I'm like, fuck you. Fuck I knew, you, I Sony. knew it wasn't part of that shit. Sucking on the teeth of the MCU. That's what you're doing. This is terrible. <laughs> you like, are a symbiote to the Marvel Universe. Sony, <laughs> I don't understand why they couldn't have just waited. They could have used this, just did Venom with Spider-Man. Like it's like how it should be, and let Marvel just like I don't I don't I don't know because they want that money themselves. But man. they're already getting. Mo- I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I agree with you, man. I'm just saying they just they want that those act they want their own universe, and this is step one. Now they can make make Morbius, and God forbid if that movie's like like this and it's entertaining enough, then we'll get an entire mediocre universe like this. I mean, that's what they set out by doing the Sony character, Sony, wait, Sony universe of Marvel characters, the S-U-M-U, or no, M-S-U-M-C. We are Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> that's Sony. Yeah, we are Sony. No, no, it's we are Marvel because Sony like is the symbiote going into Marvel. <laughs> it's terrible. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm... But... What did get me excited was the post post credit scene of Into the Spider Verse, which was just a like a long like extended clip of it. It was a scene, yeah. yeah it's a scene, I, and I like what I saw. But you know what's funny? At first, in the beginning of it, I was like, "Oh no, they're gonna have a scene of Venom in that universe, and they're gonna tie it to the Into the Spider Verse universe." It wasn't that. No, it was literally just a scene from Into the Spider Verse. But I feel like that was literally just them going, "You know what? If it, if the comic book fans hate this movie." Let's make sure we put an advertisement for Into the Spider Verse as a palate cleanser. It's <laughs> just like, hey, hey, hey don't I worry, say, we got Into the Spider Verse. Yeah, coming. I felt kind of bad that they had to put it with Venom, and then on top of that, they try to make it seem like it's connected because they're like, meanwhile, in another universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But to be fair, like I said, I like what I saw. I am excited. Yeah, I like that, and uh, it confirmed what I didn't know for sure. If there were, they were going to actually talk about there being a Peter Parker in that universe before Miles. Uh-huh. So it really is the ultimate universe. Peter Parker died. That's fucking awesome. I agree. I am super excited for Into the Spider-Verse. And that's a review of Venom. <laughs> I am super excited yeah, for Into I'm, the Spider-Verse. I love the Spider-Verse movie. <laughs> what about Venom? Huh? What? Huh? what? Yeah. Who's that? <laughs> Quiet in the back. Somebody get bit? <laughs> All right, fuck this movie. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's get news to leave with Michael. She's the Black Iron Man, but she's not Tony Stark. They just don't want their characters, quote unquote. I could call you a nigga. You better not. If he says that shit to you, his ass on Instagram. Yeah, I don't want hand me down. I don't want any gay things. It's all straight and white. What's going down? Michael News. Something I am excited about. What? Aquaman trailer. Fall five minutes of it that we've seen. My parents were from different worlds. And I was a product of a love that never should have been. He could unite our worlds one day. A son of the land 
and a son of the seas. Your mother always knew you were special. You are part of something deeper. You are the bridge between land and sea. Take your rightful place as king. The war is coming to the surface. You are not going to win this. Billions will die unless you help us. Atlantis has always had a king. Now I need something more. But what could be greater than a king? A hero. My man! Yeah, so... Yeah, did you like the trailer? What I fucking loved the trailer. Loved it. Five minute preview, really, because they, they basically show a scene and then a trailer. Yeah. Um, but I loved everything I saw. The scene with uh, Mera and Aquaman going into the, the ancient Atlantis in the desert or whatever, mm-hmm. and like you know, her, her drawing water from his forehead, and him, him being like, "Oh, you could have just peed on could've it." Could just peed on it. <laughs> I saw a funny thing. It was like, "What's with DC and P? Like they keep referencing P in all their movies." BVS, peace in a jar. Oh uh, yeah. They do a Shazam joke with peeing, and now Aquaman's about pee. Yeah, I got it. I got a pee. Like, how do I pee in this thing? Yeah, what's with the pee, man? Someone's got a pee fetish at DC. Yeah, they got DC. a pee fetish. <laughs> it's fucking know. weird. Just like in all the Disney movies, they got they have to throw a sex reference in somewhere. <laughs> but the 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 people complain about the CGI. You can't do an Aquaman movie without CGI. But to me, it's stylistic enough that it looks beautiful. Yeah, I think it looks great. Yeah, the colors. The, and more so than just the colors, the cinematography. His suit looks... Oh, yes. The, the fucking yellow and way green better, suit. Way better in the Aquaman movie than it did in the Justice League movie. Bruh, that final line literally had me go, damn! I was fucking hyped. What could be greater than the king? A hero. A hero. And he fucking slams the trident down. I'm like, fuck yes! <laughs> Like all the action scenes, like um, his mother fighting off the the mer people or whatever. I guess protecting him and his father. Mm-hmm. But how she's like the camera spinning around her as she's hitting people with the staff. It looks fucking beautiful. The chase scene with Black Manta and Mara, that looks fucking amazing. That looks great. The one shot, yeah. Him, the, like the the soldiers bursting through and the doors the way and how stuff. They, the way how they directed it, where you could see like they'll go, they'll do levels where you see her running at the top. Yes, and the. Whatever the fuck that thing is, it wasn't Black Manta. Manta Man, I don't know. Whatever, <laughs> yeah, running at running at the bottom and how they would parallel it as like she would jump over and, shoot, he, would and he would jump. And yeah, he would jump under while Aquaman is trying to chase. Like the way they shot, like I thought that was fucking great. The far zoom out back to Aquaman yeah. jumping from the beam, like it was exploding. Fucking like the cinematography looks great. Like you can see everything. I'm like, this is James Wan. Oh my god, <laughs> this yeah. is beautiful. I'm like, I could jerk off to this. It's so great. Whoa. whoa. <laughs> But, but it, was, it was epic. Funny, like I saw people complaining, like, "Oh, five minutes is spoiler, spoiler." No, you know what it was. DC was like, "We have to make sure people don't think this is another Justice League." <laughs> but but J- James Wan was saying that trailers by nature are spoilers. He's right. But he was like, "But 
I will say this movie doesn't touch the surface of what we're going to show you. <laughs> surface. Yeah. Um, but I feel like that was definitely DC trying to make sure the fans know that this will be a better movie than Justice League. Because I feel like a lot of reasons Justice League didn't do as well is because people still had the bitter taste in their mouth from Suicide Squad and BVS. So they didn't have faith in it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, this I have not been this excited for a DC movie since Wonder Woman. Agreed. This trailer is hype as fuck. Yeah. And I saw you ask the question of will it be better? Will it make more than Justice League? I don't think it has to. Justice League? Yeah. I don't think it has to. Why? Why not has to? Because even if it makes four hundred million, that's still considered a success for an Aquaman movie. Justice League making six hundred million dollars is considered a failure because it's a Justice League movie. Mm. But Aquaman doesn't have to make that much or even close to. Like if it makes, yeah. I would say four hundred million dollars. If it makes four hundred million dollars, it's a success. I feel like you can though. No, I'm, I feel say, like it can I'm not saying thing. I'm not saying it won't, but I'm saying it doesn't have to. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I agree with that for sure. Um, but I just I, I feel like DC when they focus on one character, but if it and does, have but one if it makes, direction, but if it does, if it makes way more than Justice League, then throw that shit out the window, like. Oh yeah, Justice League. Fuck that movie. Yeah, uh, it was fucking garbage. Doom from day one with all the the behind the scenes mess that went on to make that film. But clearly, like when the DC universe has one director with one vision focused on one character, it does deliver. I mean, Wonder Woman. I love Man of Steel, and now Aquaman looks fucking great, and Shazam looks great too. So like, well, I mean, you say that, but Shazam. I mean, not Shazam. Aquaman. Uh, Man of Steel, oh, Man and, Steel and BVS were one director, one vision. Not 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 BVS. Well, no, BVS is when they started like to. We had to build a universe. We've got to put more characters into this. We got to put Batman, and Wonder Woman, and Doomsday, and Lux Luthor. I'm talking about like just one character. So like Zack Snyder, he went off the rails with BVS, but but Man of Steel, I, I really liked, and that was focused on one character, one story, one vision. And then even BVS, like, you know, that wasn't just Zack Snyder with the fucking the Justice League emails. Like, that shit. And that was definitely, like, WB going, like, we need to set the Justice League movie. Nah, well, all this shit that's coming out with Zack Snyder and Nero, that might. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Yeah, I mean, maybe. That might have been. <laughs> I'm, I'm giving the benefit of the doubt, though. But I'm saying, like, I think the solo or movies. Or Vero, I said Nero. Yeah, Vero. <laughs> I think the solo movies definitely is where DC shines. And honestly, people keep saying, like, well, fuck, all right, then let's let go Justice League. Let's let's go try to put these characters into one big movie, like a team-up, because they can't do it. But it's like, focus on that later. Because just keep delivering on these solid solo movies, and people will care enough to want to see them team up. That's what you got to do. But they kept getting ahead of themselves, trying to let you develop this universe before we even cared about the characters. Exactly. Yeah. That's what Marvel did. Exactly. Barely had references to the other parts of the universe in each of their solo movies. Or I feel like if if you wanted to be completely different from Marvel, start with a Justice League movie and then do the solo movies. But, of course, a good Justice League movie. Not yeah, a good one. Because, <laughs> I mean, DC, DC already is ahead of the ball game in the sense that all of their characters came first in, in what we consider superhero comics. Mm. Batman... Superman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, The Flash, they all came decades before, I mean, uh, Iron Man, Spider-Man, uh, Fantastic Four, and mm-hmm. all that stuff. So they, so most people already know who they are. So yeah. yeah, you don't have to set them up. You start with a Justice League movie, 
make it a good Justice League movie and then go off and do like Superman and all that other stuff. They could have did. They could have did it that way if they didn't want to be like Marvel. They could have. They followed through with that um, original script they had for Justice League Immortal. That sounded like a really cool movie with uh, what's his name? The guy who did Mad Max as the director. George. George Miller. Miller. Yeah, he was gonna make a Justice League movie called Justice League Immortal, and it sounded really cool. Flash was gonna die. At the, Barry Allen was gonna die at the end instead of Wally West. And it's gonna be a really cool. The way he described it was really fucking cool. Like literally, he's gonna run to one side of the world, kiss Iris goodbye, and then run back with the Speed Force and like kill himself like in classic Barry Allen fashion by just running so fast he becomes lightning and dies. But that's fucking. I'm like, that would've been fucking dope. That's a sacrifice to make, other than doing death of Superman. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, fuck that. So DCEU doesn't know what the fuck they're doing, basically. <laughs> yeah, but just the last note. Um, the fucking action looks so dope in that movie. It does. The the giant monster battle, the cr- giant crabs or whatever, and the fucking uh, the sharks, sharks with lasers on their heads. Like all oh, that shit looks dope, man. It looks very. It looks great. And I'm digging Jason Momoa's like characterization of Aquaman, where he's like, yeah, he's kind of a dude, bro, but like it's relatable. He's kind of funny. Like he he is. And I think Black Manta looks like at first I was like, how do you do that on screen? Like that weird that costume. It looks. But it looks fucking great. Like, yes, when he landed in that scene, uh-huh. that chase scene, I was yeah. like, that is fucking boss. Yeah, I'm that's scared. Super, I'm that, scared. Yeah, that armor looks badass. Hopefully they introduce Aqualad. Calder. Yeah, Calder. Okay. <laughs> not, not, not Garth. Okay, I was like Garth. No, not Garth. <laughs> not Garth. This this guy right here. That'd be fucking awesome. With in mirror like, powers, like the sequel. It's clear she's got water bearer powers. Yeah, she's a waterbender. But just the the plot revolving around finding Poseidon. I guess it's Poseidon, right? Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo. <laughs> is it Poseidon's trident? Is that what that is? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Like, that is a fucking dope way to segue into Aquaman's origin and having that trident. Ooh, I'm starting to get heartburn. Heartburn. Yeah. From what? Lasagna I had. You old man. Uh, <laughs> what fuck the you. fuck. <laughs> But yeah, if you have my staff, my trident, you can have all the power of Atlantis. And he slams it down and the fucking ocean parts or whatever and the whales are in the distance and shit. I'm like, shit that they should have did at Justice League. Bro, (laughs) where was this in Justice League? Exactly. Like, looking back on it, seeing him at the end of this trailer in the fucking suit with the trident, I'm like, I wanted that in Justice League. Although I will say it's kind of weird to see that. Great. I know he said there won't be any thought bubbles or whatever, but I still think it's kind of weird that they're underwater speaking in full speech with their mouth yeah. moving and stuff. like. I feel like it should be tele- like his power is telepathy. They should be underwater using telepathy, not, yeah. not actually talking. I don't mind that. I'm like, how does sound travel underwater? <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> so what? Like, <laughs> they should all just be speaking telepathically. Yeah, but maybe, yeah. I guess that'd be hard, though, if you want to have, like, a dramatic scene underwater, and you're just kind of, like, staring really intensely at each other. <laughs> but, I mean, it, it could still work. Yeah. That's like in the cartoons, though. In the cartoons, they just speak. That's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm excited as fuck. That movie looks great. Yeah, I'm excited, too. Could not believe it. I'm like, I can't believe I am fucking hyped for Aquaman. <laughs> if, anything sold, if anything sold me on this movie, it's that final trailer. It's that final shot is what got me. I was like, oh my God, a hero. Duh, Aquaman. Like, ah! And then seeing the costume and not it, it having it not be muted and greywashed. Not seeing the toy. Snyderized. When I saw the toy version of it, I mean, I made fun of it. I was like, this is like, this is like corn. This is like a giant corn cob. Ah, but seeing it like 
how it actually looks in the movie, it's sexy as fuck. Looks, yeah. So I'm wet. Ha ha ha. Are you though? No. <laughs> so speaking of something else that looks sexy as fuck, season two of The Runaways. There are parents. How could they be such monsters? We're not them. We can fix the world that they broke. A warrior, my story glory bound, a warrior now. Guys! I found something. We all need to do better. Train harder. We are not superheroes, okay? We aren't good at this. Nothing's more important than learning about who and what you are. Finally, are getting into the superhero aspect of Runaways. Yep. So, what'd you think of season two, the trailer? I mean, you kind of summarized it right there. I think it looks like finally starting to look like a superhero show. I mean, for those that actually listened to our reviews about Runaways from last season, that's not an insult to the first season, though. The first season was actually a really good way to develop the characters and set up the world and the story. Yeah, I think we said overall we gave the season a perfect vision. Yeah. I think. I'm pretty sure we did. Cause it was good. I mean, I was always in, interested in the characters and how they like the, how they interacted. The uh, slowly, uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? The slowly unraveling, unraveling. Yeah, the unraveling mystery of what was going on with her parents. Um, seeing how evil or not evil their parents actually were. Um, it was always an interesting watch every single episode. So now to see it actually becoming what the premise is a superhero show, and now they actually are. I, are learning how to use their powers. I mean, even in the trailer, they talk about, like, we're not superheroes. We suck at this. <laughs> so it's cool to see them exploring and building their power sets. Um, so, yeah, I'm fucking, I'm hyped for season two now. Yeah, I'm hyped for season two. I, I feel like it's weird to see them double down on the Nico and uh, Carolina relationship. Only because I know the comic, and I'm like, that's not what happens. <laughs> <laughs> comic book nerd. <laughs> I'm like... You're supposed to be what you're supposed to be. What Alex? Alex needs some love. Nah, black guy gets no love. Gets <laughs> no love. Apparently, I look like Alex too. So, I <laughs> well, you need to cornrow your hair now. Oh, that's right. He did have cornrows. Yeah, in he had cornrows. Hmm. I'm not though. I've I've been there already. It's I've too it's too black. No, Can't I've have cornrows. It's too I had, black. I had dreadlocks at one point. At one point. Before you became... I couldn't wear hats. Before you became an Oreo. I've always been an Oreo since day one. You smoking ganja and having dreadlocks listening to Bob Marley. Aye, man. No woman, no cry. That's true. That's actually not true. I cry a lot without women, okay? But yeah, the Runaways trailer looked pretty good. I'm excited for December. Ditto. I doubt it's gonna cross over with, uh, with Cloak and Dagger because I feel like the tones are like Runner Cloak and Dagger is way darker. darker. Yeah. Even but I feel like season one even of also on network TV. Granted, we don't know from the trailer what the tone of the season's gonna be, but the tone of the trailer looked a lot lighter than season, than season one. Season one, yeah. So maybe Runner Black and I mean Black Black and Dagger <laughs> maybe Cloak and Dagger. Da- I'm racist. racist. <laughs> maybe Cloak and Dagger will do the same thing when they become more superhero-y. Oh, maybe. Maybe I don't know. Uh. 
What else? Another dark trailer. Another trailer for Daredevil Season 3. I have made many mistakes. But I accept the debt I'm paying because of them. Prison has changed me. What is it you're saying? I want to make a deal. claiming to have changed but they don't know him like i do the last time that we spoke you threatened me that is something that i cannot forgive i'll stop him for good this time it's only one way to stop me but you're not gonna do it Are you sure about that just be careful that you don't become the monster because I've tried to make this city a better place. I will tell the world who you really are. Someone who's now showing his true colors. Sometimes you might have to hurt one person for the greater good. The city needs a new villain. I think I might have found him. Daredevil is our true public enemy. According to eyewitnesses, the brutal attack has been carried out by none other than Daredevil. Who are you? I'm Daredevil. Which drops in a couple weeks. Or next week, actually, October 12th. So, Kingpin, seeing him in his comic-accurate suit, the white, mm. what did you think? I'm digging it. I mean, I'm definitely the most interested in this season of Daredevil than I've been in any of the other seasons of all the other uh, Defender shows. Uh, especially with this, you know, it lo- looks like it's going back to form with him going back to his classic, you know, uh, bandana suit. Because it looks like, uh, I think we talked about before though. Uh, Daredevil impersonators are going around the city mm-hmm. and we saw in this trailer Bullseye Bullseye no one could fucking nice <laughs> no one can throw a baton or whatever it is his weapon his skirmish stick wherever it's called uh-huh. off and, and like have it like bounce off of a wall and hit somebody the way Daredevil can unless you're Bullseye so they don't say it in the trailer but that's definitely Bullseye I'm definitely excited to see uh, Bullseye finally Cause I wanted him even in season one, season two even, season one two, yeah. and now we're finally getting him in three, and I love I love seeing Vincent D'Onofrio. Vincent D'Onofrio is a great kingpin. He kinda, really is. Kind of makes me sad that we'll never see him as, cause in, in a Spider Man, they should just don't make him as dark. You don't have to make him like I'm gonna decapitate you with a car door dark as he is in the Daredevil series if you put him in Spider-Man. Because I mean, because Spider-Man and Kingpin had a lot of interactions yeah. in the comics. Yeah, he was one of his major villains. Yeah, including Daredevil, but aside from, but yeah, he had the most with Spider-Man. How dope would that be if they put Daredevil, because if any of the Defenders characters are going to be in MCU, it's definitely Daredevil. Like, if they put Daredevil. Yeah, it's the most popular one. Yeah, but they put Daredevil in a future Spider-Man movie, like Spider-Man 3 or something, that'd be fucking awesome. It would be because like, they have a they have a a bond. Granted, it'll be a little weird because they make and that's this is the thing I don't get with like 
when they try to do these incarnations with Spider-Man, even comic book writers, they keep talking about, oh yeah, my Spider-Man was always in high school and all this other stuff. And it's like, and they keep trying to make Peter Parker young and put him in high school, even in the cartoons. But it's like, truth of the matter is, when you really think about it, most of the Spider-Man stories that you know are not him being in high school. No, like college or working at the Bugle. Yeah, Gwen Stacy dying, he was in college. Him getting with Mary Jane, he was in college. The Venom symbiote, he was in college. Yeah. Him fighting Craven, he was in college. Yeah. Like, the stories of him being a high... I can't really think of the um, any major story. It's really just the beginning. Yeah, just the beginning, but like... And we were way we we're way too young to remember the beginning comics of that. Like I never read comics of Spider Man in high school other than Ultimate Spider Man. Yeah, Ultimate Spider Man was pretty much it. But even yeah. then it was like taking the same stories with him being in college and putting it in him in high school. So mm-hmm. that's why I was like I don't I never I never understood people saying, Oh yeah, a Spider Man story is him being in high school. And it's like, no, it's not. He was always in college with most of these iconic stories. Green Goblin, he yeah. was in college. Harry Osborn becoming a Green Goblin. He was in college. I, I think it would be really interesting to see an older Daredevil interacting with a younger Tom Holland, though. I mean, it would be, but at the same time, I'm like, eh. Well, you want them to be, like, similar Because I'm like, yeah, they're colleagues. Like, even, the, even like, oh, people are like, oh, yeah, I want to see Spidey Pool. And it's like, nah, it's kind of weird because they're like, he's a teenager. <laughs> Just don't make weird, pervy jokes at him. <laughs> Um, but that's the whole appeal of the Spidey pool. Well, thing. I mean, technically, in the next movie, he's supposed to be like almost graduating, right? Well, so he's still going to be in high school. No, but in the third movie, isn't he supposed to be graduating high school, like or about to? Well, according to Kevin Feige, he said he wants like all seven movies to take place. He wants like seven Spider-Man movies. Wait, seven in high school? Yeah, he wants How's all seven possible? to be in high school because they're not going to be a year. There's they're no not going to be year? a year apart. What? That's going to not- be like. Spider-Man Homecoming, Spider-Man Sadie Hawkins Dance. Well, it doesn't make any sense, Spider-Man though, Summer Vacation. But the movies are always like a couple, a year or two apart, like in real time. Well, yeah, in real time, but in in, in show time. But the MCU, for the most part, follows the real timeline. Yes, like, and, yes and no, because like Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy is the exception. Yeah, though. it took place literally right after, so they could do the same thing with Spider-Man. Well, actually, we don't know when the second was Because like, even Infinity War is supposed to take place literally right after, like... T- they said like a minute or so, whatever, after. But Infinity War takes place like a year or two after Homecoming, doesn't it? Or a year after Homecoming? I think it's a year after Homecoming. Yeah. Because that'd be weird for seven but movies But then Spider-Man 2 takes place. Right, I'm just saying, whenever he's right close. After, literally right after. Whenever he's close to 18. I mean, I, I could see it. I could see Charlie Cox and Tom Holland interacting. It'd be kind of cool. Even if it's not like you know a, a, a team up movie, but just have him as like a cameo, as like he'll, he'll pop in every once in a while, kind of like the Hulk to Thor and Thor Ragnarok. It would be, but it's never gonna happen. But <laughs> we're way off top. But yeah, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm definitely excited about Daredevil season season three. Shame next week. We'll have more stuff to talk about because we don't got shit to talk about this episode. <laughs> <laughs> we're uh, already almost at two hours, so. <laughs> Well, next uh, trailer. So, it was more of a teaser, but Harley Quinn. She's getting her R-rated animated series. What's up, New York? I can't wait for you guys to see my new show on DC Universe. You're going to piss yourselves, I promise. Uh, I think they're going to hate it, Harls. They hate everything. No way. It's got comedy, action. 
action, incredibly gratuitous violence, and unlike that Deadpool cartoon, it's actually coming out. I thought we were supposed to make a show that was like super gritty and bleak and depressing. You know, like a DC thing. That is an excellent way to make television and film. But everyone in my show is gonna have fun or I will bash their heads in! There's no fun in Arkham, Quinn. Except him. Yeah, guy's a real buzzkill. <gasps> oh, is that the logo? I like it. They're gonna hate it. On the uh, DC Universe Online app. And I was just like, eh, the animation's reminiscent of uh, Batman the Animated Series, so that's cool. I mean, based on based on the teaser, I was like, eh, this looks kind of interesting. I didn't... When I first heard about it, I was like, I don't give a fuck. But this kind of makes me go, all right, I'll check it out. I'm I'm intrigued. And I kind of liked, it's Kelly Kuko from uh, Big Bang Theory. Okay. I was like, I kind of like her voice. She's not Tara Strong, but I kind of like the voice. It's clearly DC's answer it's, to Deadpool. Yes, yeah, it's, it's DC's answer to Deadpool. Yeah. And I'm like. But it's not, I, I, that's not what I was expecting. No, I wasn't expecting that. So I'm I'm interested. I don't hate it. I, I got to see more of it. I thought the trailer was kind of cute, or teaser was kind of cute. Yeah, that's what basically I felt. I'm like, it was cute. Yeah. It makes me somewhat more interested. Mm-hmm. I, I got to see more of like, it. Yeah, I need to see more. Like, what is it about? Yeah. It like, was mostly just a big meta joke that she's yeah, the who, teaser. Who is she fighting? Is she fighting the Joker? Is she fighting Batman? Is she, is she going to try to be a good girl? Maybe it's just... With Poison Ivy? Like, is it one-off adventures, like, every week kind of thing? see her on Poison Ivy scissoring? I'll watch it if that's the case. <laughs> I'm in. He I mean, sold it. It's supposed to be a rated R take. Really? Rated R animated. It's supposed to be. That's what they said. It's supposed to be a rated R animated take. That's why. More, I, more. I guess on the in the side of uh, hell to pay. Mm. Okay. I'm I'm intrigued. I know Jacob said he didn't like it, but I'm, I am intrigued. Yeah, I'm intrigued too. We don't sound that intrigued. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there's nothing to talk about other than like, yeah, it's like Deadpool. Okay, cool. Cool. Uh, something that you became more intrigued about based on the trailer was the chilling adventures of Sabrina. Mm, yes. Because I thought it was going to be super dark like Riverdale. But the, I mean, there's definitely dark elements in it, but the trailer may come off like there's going to be a more of a balance. Yeah. There are comedic moments as well as dark moments. And, you know, I mean... I'm not a big supernatural guy, but because you suck, because I suck. <laughs> but the, uh, the trailer's interesting. It looks kind of like a modern day Buffy almost. Mm, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> well, what do you, what does that mean? I mean, like a supernatural show with a female lead that's kind of funny and dark at the same time. No, no, <laughs> there's no, there's no slaying. There's no slaying, slaying demons. You don't know what you're doing. She, I don't think I don't even. Funny enough, it looks interesting, but I'm like, I don't know what this show is about. I don't know. Like, either. despite the trailers, what is it actually about? Because they like show her, they her. show her doing stuff, but it's not telling me the story. Yeah, I don't know. It's, she's rejecting her witch side. I don't know what kind of consequences that might create. I yeah, like I don't get it. It's like she says, "I'm Sabrina, and my name, or whatever." You can't. I'm not gonna sign it away. Whatever. Yeah, I'm not gonna sign like, it away. I don't I know don't, what that means. Yeah, what the fuck does that mean? Like, well, wasn't wasn't she in that scene with all the other witches or warlocks, like signing something, or something, and she ran away? Yeah, but what is she signing? Like, is she trying to sign away her humanity? Like, I don't. Maybe. I don't know. You're the Sabrina expert. You tell me. <laughs> Am I? No, I'm not. 
Well, then, who knows? The Buffy expert. Oh. Not a Sabrina expert. All right. Well, I don't know. But, I mean, overall, the trailer looks interesting, but I'll check it out. I, st- mm. I still don't know what the fuck the shit is about, but, <laughs> but anyway, next trailer. Speaking of being a Buffy expert, we're going to talk about the tra- uh, Titans with Raven mm. looking like bootleg Dark Willow. <laughs> I'm Detective Dick Grayson. You want to talk about what happened? Can you help me? Mom. Rachel, that's what she calls you. There's something inside of me. (laughs) Something evil. Nothing bad's gonna happen to you, don't worry. Taking care of a kid is complicated. You know that better than anyone. I know how healing it must be doing what Bruce did for you when you lost your parents. What happened between you and Bruce? Guess we had different ideas of how to do the job. We're gonna go see some old friends of mine. Ta-da! <laughs> oh my God. Rachel, your I like your hair. Cool. Call me Corey. What do you want from me? I've been looking for you. There are people out there trying to hurt you. Total badass. I feel danger. Dear. What are you doing? We all must make sacrifices, child. Does it ever go away? What? The feeling you got left behind. <laughs> I, the, With these weird powers. They the, the powers they show her using in the trailer, I'm like, is is that Raven's powers? Like, it doesn't look no, like... No, Raven is an empath. The Azrael, Metreon, Zenthos crap, like, with the black energy beams and shit she uses and, like, levitating things. She didn't really do that. Like, she had, like, ghosts. I don't know what it was. Like, yeah, like, like a ghost a, came out of her and yeah. hit somebody? I don't understand. And it wasn't her soul bird. I don't know. It looked like her. Yeah, like another, like, like an evil version of her. I don't know. But, yeah... Titans trailer. I'm digging this trailer more than I was the fuck Batman trailer. Like it's the tone seems maybe more like what the show is, where it's like I don't wanna keep saying things that are dark with comedic elements, but that's kinda what it is. I mean the most interesting thing to me looks like the stuff with Robin. Like they should have just made a fucking Robin origin movie or origin show. Yeah. Because every time they show him and like his relationship with Batman or lack thereof, like that's what intrigues me. But like Beast Boy bonding with Raven because they both have weird colored hair, and I don't. I'm not a fan of that. What the? Because having it's, weird it's, hair. It's, well, no, it's seeming like they might go into a romance between Beast Boy and Raven. I'm not a fan, and she seems into it. That's I'm the weird. Not thing. a fan. Not a fan. Because Ryan, why? but because Ryan Potter is in his 20s. He's like 26. The actress playing Raven is literally 13. Wait, what? Yes. I forgot about that. So she's literally she doesn't even look thirteen. Even if Ryan Potter is playing a teenager, the fact that I, I don't want it. I don't want it. <laughs> See why you gotta make shit real, bro? Like I didn't even think no, about that. No, I don't want it. I actually <laughs> forgot that she was that young. No, she's thirteen. Because he looks like he's about her age. Almost. No, he's maybe not, a little he's older. Not he's like twenty six. Pedophilia. <laughs> exactly. So I'm like, uh, even if he's playing a person her age, he's not her actual age. So I'm like. So you made it weird. <laughs> you no, I didn't it? make it weird. They made it weird. No, you made it weird. They should have cast a person that was actually that age if that's the route they're going to go. That's what it seems like they're going. 
I don't like it. I don't want it. But it's like I don't even like that only because why is she? She's she's not she doesn't act like Raven. Like she seems kind of cheery when she's not like in I'm um, half demonic mode. Like in that scene, she looked like she was like laughing, smiling. Like Raven's like oh, Beast Boy brings that out of her. Maybe later in the their relationship, not at the beginning. In the trailer. Yeah, no, but I'm saying like the the Raven Beast Boy I know is Raven's like stoic, hiding her emotions because if she uses her emotions, it makes her powers go out of control, and she's annoyed by someone like Beast Boy until much later in the relationship they you know have a bond. But for them to be clicking off right off the bat, her to not she didn't seem like she, she was likes emotionless. She likes. Can we both have weird hair? And you know who else has weird hair? Starfire. <laughs> But that's not her final hair, Michael. Even though we've only seen that hairstyle and that outfit, that's the only outfit hair we've seen. seen. She so she wears that in every episode. Change your clothes, bitch. (laughs) But they were like, "Oh, it's comic accurate." Uh, Don't y'all like comic accurate shit? What's comic accurate about that? The 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 the, at least the clothes. It is. Let me let me see if I can find it. You found like one picture. They're trying to say yeah. They're trying to say oh. I'm like. It might kind of no. be, it might kind of be the same look, but it's not the same texture. And then she's not wearing that ugly ass coat, the fur coat. It makes yeah. it look like a stripper. That's really that hair. The hair looks so fake. Let me see if I can find it. You really gonna look for this thing? <laughs> I don't, I don't care enough. <laughs> you really gonna look up? I don't yep, care. Um, I mean, I don't know. They they show her powers, her shooting fireballs and stuff. It looks like they do have a relationship with Dick. So that's kind of interesting that they're still going to keep that. I want a relationship with Dick. Ha, 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 ha. Penis. <laughs> but they show a scene with Dick Grayson and her making out. So they're keeping that part of the the comic continuity. But I don't know. I'm just, I'm not excited. Like, it might be good, but for what they're showing me, I'm not that excited about it. I'm not excited enough to want to pay for a streaming service. True. But I'm still kind of curious. Oh, I'm going to watch it. I have to. But they're not selling me on it as much as I would like them to. I like this trailer more than the last one, that's for sure. Because now it's emo. They, yeah, they I, literally cut out the fuck Batman line. Yeah, I definitely like it more more, more than the... Uh, I, don't, I don't know. It's just weird. <laughs> it's just weird. And then they're not really showing Hawk and Dove. And then, yeah, I mean, going to what I was saying before, it makes it seem like Starfire, she doesn't know she's an alien. Because even when she, like, knocked that guy and she saw how strong she was, she's looking at her hand like, what? Like, what's going on? So I'm thinking that's why they're saving. When I mentioned that theory, like, they're going to save it to the end, which got confirmed because Anna Diop said at the very end of the season she's going to have her comic-accurate look. The end of the season? She said the end of the first we season. We got to deal with that bullshit for an entire season? See, that's why I said she's going to wear it every single episode. Oh, no. Take the coat off. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're pulling a daredevil where you're not going to see the look until the final season. <sighs> Is it racist to say straighten your hair? Just straighten your hair. <laughs> Take a hot curl of that. Hot comb it. <laughs> Just do it. It's racist. I'm sorry. That's Starfire, though. <laughs> Super racist. <laughs> like, not even, like, like straight. It could be curly, but like curly bouncy, not like tight curls like they have her hair now. Like they're like they're tight. Like straighten it out a little bit. Get get swoop hair. Swoopy, long, flowy hair. Even if it's still curly, like like it is curly in the comics, but not that not that curly. 
Yeah. Here it is. Make me feel racist. You are racist. <laughs> that right there. They're saying that's the same. Get the, that's not even close. That's why I was like, it. This is a purple dress. It's similar in that aspect, but it's not the same fabric. No, that yeah, that looks like cloth, whereas her look like like fucking lycra. Yeah, like like a lycra spandex, but in dress form. And then that big ass fur coat over makes her look like a yeah. Stripper, she doesn't man. have that. Like, she doesn't have that big ass fur coat. That fur coat is trash. What are you craving, the hunter? Take that shit off. <laughs> and I mean, I get the justification. Oh, she's not from Earth. She probably thinks that's how humans dress and all that. Blah blah. I get, I get it. So we're Cognit- for two minutes. Cognitively speaking, I get it. I f- <laughs> exactly. I'm not. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but something I am a fan of: zombie Nazis with uh, <laughs> the final trailer of Overlord. What's inside that church? What happens to those people? They have been given a purpose. into a zombie Nazi. Yeah, November 9th. <laughs> I'm feeling this. I am. It says 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. Yeah, I'm, 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 I want to see this. I swore this was the movie that was tied to Cloverfield, but I guess not. It's interesting, though. I mean, you know, Nazis experimenting, making zombies. It's not, it's not a completely original concept, but the execution looks like a head and shoulders above a lot of the other attempts, so I'm interested. Yeah, I'm definitely interested. Hopefully it's good. I mean, ninety three percent. I'm assuming is pretty damn good. And I mean, I'm in. I'm into zombies. I'm into flesh eating creatures. And I'm into. I'm into Fitz. I want to see his dick. What? <laughs> what is that? Gra- Grayson. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, yeah. So, Overlord. If you haven't seen the trailer, check it out. Yeah. Uh, finally. Uh, new trailer for Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. My name is Peter Parker. I'm pretty sure you know the rest. I saved the city, fell in love, then I saved the city again, and again, and again. Look, I'm a comic book, a serial, I did a Christmas album, and a so-so popsicle. But this isn't about me. Not anymore. Ladies and gentlemen. My name is Miles Morales. I'm the one and only Spider-Man. At least that's what I thought. You ever hear of the Super Collider? You're gonna love this. Dimension opening now. You're like me. That's impossible. Alright, kid, listen up. This fry is your universe. It's soggy, it's weird, it's gross. And this delicious normal fry is my universe. So you wanna learn to be Spider-Man. Can you teach me? Yes, I can. Time to swing. Ah, Good, you're doing it. Double tap to release and whip it out again. Okay. Whip. And release. You're a natural. Whip. 
Hey guys. Who are you? I'm Gwen Stacy. I'm from another, another dimension. How many more spider people are there? Hey fellas. Hello. This could literally not get any weirder. It can get weirder. Okay. We need to get back to our universes soon. Brooklyn is gonna collapse. My family lives in Brooklyn. Whoa, 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 whoa. Miles, what's wrong? This was never your city. It's mine. If I don't destroy the collider, none of us will have a home to go home to. Remember, what makes you different, let's go, is what makes you Spider-Man. Officer, I love you. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, yes. No, this is fantastic. This trailer is amazing. I'll, I'm, I'm making puns by accident, but I'm not meaning to do that. It's spectacular. Amazing. It ultimate? ultimate, yeah. <laughs> um... And because now we've seen the the Venom post credit scene, I'm even more excited because now we know what takes place in the Ultimate Spider-Man universe, like legit, where Peter Parker lived in this world. He's legit. Try that's why he has that costume because like that cheap-looking Spider-Man suit in the uh -huh. beginning, because that's like a Halloween costume based on the Spider-Man that used to live in that world until he was until presumably he, until he died. Yeah, killed by Green Goblin. Um, and you're seeing Green Goblin like moments in the trailers, so clearly. He'll play a factor somehow. But also looked like Kingpin was more of the main villain. Because it looked like Kingpin was the one that brought, that if you look at the trailer, that, that opened open the wormhole, yeah. yeah. Yes, but looking I mean... Like, looking like, uh, what's his face, Groot? Great. What's his name for Despicable Me? Oh, yeah, Groot or whatever? No. It starts I, with a G. Yeah. Something like that. Gru? Gru, yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, now we got more... And even though they do reveal more Spider-People... Like, your fear before was you felt like it's taking away from being a Miles Morales movie. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. But, yeah. but I think from the way the trailer's been framed, and even from the clip we saw in, in Venom, I think it's very clear that the main character to this is it's it's centered around Miles Morales. And the other Spider-Verse characters are kind of like the periphery side characters that come in. I still don't like it. Why? I don't like it. I think, I mean, it's 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 almost like the, the Spider-Man adaptation combined with Spider-Verse. Like, they combine both of those comics. Just give me Spider Man then. Granted, like I said, I'm still excited. But, I'm still excited about this movie. It's stuff I, I, I would like to see in a Spider Verse movie. <laughs> oh, you're giving me too many cool things. <laughs> but it's I don't know. It just the, like the more they show me. Granted, aside from the, what they showed in the beginning, but that's just the beginning. More looks like it's the beginning. But it's like the, the more I'm seeing, the more I'm feeling like this is going to be more of a Spider-Verse movie than a Miles Morales movie. It's called Into the Spider-Verse. So what? It's not called Miles Morales. The way, they no, the way they advertised the movie in the beginning, they said this is going to be a Miles Morales animated story. Called Into the Spider-Verse. He's only one other universe in the grand scheme of Spider-Man universes. Okay, well, show me all the Spider-Verse people later. I think they will. I think they're going to do a thing where in the third don't act. Even, don't even talk about them. Show it, show what? Do it, do it in like a post-credit scene. No, I'm not upset with them combining show those. It. I don't want it. You really don't. You really don't like that concept. No, I think I want it a might... Miles Morales only movie. <laughs> you why is it when you are not why, why is it when they get a they get the black kid? He gets his own movie. You got to throw everybody else in there, and you can't just let the black kid stand on his own. <laughs> I think it looks cool. And I think it's yes, I think it looks cool too. But why is it that the black kid can't stand on his own? You're, you, you can't it's be racist. <laughs> I like you it. can't please me. Let the black kid. I want black liberation. Oh my god! I don't think those other characters take anything away from the Miles Morales. I, look, I haven't seen the movie, but from what I've seen, 
I think they're going to do a good job of having those characters just come in as, like, the big final act. Like, and now we've got to save the whole universe. Because Spider-Ham looked like he just showed up. Like, and now I'm the weird guy. I'm here to help you guys. Like, you know what I mean? It just felt like they were there just for the big climax Avengers moment. Where it's like, now yes. now you've learned how to be Spider-Man. They were there because the black kid can't be on his own. No. <laughs> you're, so, you're so pessimistic. Am I? Yes. I live, I live in the world. I think it's cool. Brett Kavanaugh has been confirmed to the Supreme Court. Am I being pessimistic? Sorry. I had to throw that in there. It's true, though. <laughs> exactly. It's kind of true, though. But I don't know. To, to me, it's just it's like a... Here's Spider-Man, and as a, as a final a cherry on top, and here's some other Spider-Verse characters, and we're going to just show the whole universe of Spider-Man in one movie. Plus, Miles Morales is like the main character because the black cool. kid can't stand on because he'll be like he'll almost be the leader of the the Spider Verse because the black kid can't stand on his own. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> How dare you! <laughs> I was hyped yeah. about this trailer. The trailer looks fucking dope. No, I'm saying I, I still enjoy the trailer for a Spider Verse movie, but I'm like, yeah, you advertise me a Miles Morales animated movie, not a. It Spider-verse is a Miles movie. Morales movie. Is it though? <laughs> Oh my god, you're trash! Everyone else listening, no. you agree with me, right? Michael's being trash right no, now. No, I'm not being trash. Yes, I want are. Miles Morales. You are getting Miles Morales. <laughs> oh my god, it's not all Miles Morales, so it's not good enough. Uh, Jordan like Jordan doesn't like it because it's it's too black. What? I don't want Miles Morales to be on his own because if he is, it's too black. No, I love Spider Man, and I love Spider Verse, and combining the two, I think is smart because it, it, they're almost. Spider-Man actually is the real prequel to a Spider-Verse concept because it's it opens the door to you're part of another universe. And I, I like that scene where Peter Parker from the other universe is explaining to him what the Ultimate Universe is like, which is fucking true. I was like, see this universe? This fry? So it's all soggy and weird? That's your universe. <laughs> see this crisp, hard fry? That's my universe. <laughs> the Ultimate And for those who don't read the Ultimate Universe, it got fucked up. So yeah, it's, that's pretty accurate uh, comparison. <laughs> Although I do kind of wish, now that I know what I know, because I'm about to tell you with this next story, that because it's now been confirmed that the Into the Spider-Verse version of Peter Parker is Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. He, he literally all, is? All grown up. That's confirmed? Older. So it kind of makes me go, I kinda, now I kind of wish they got Tobey Maguire to do the voice then. Yeah, why didn't they then? I guess maybe he wasn't available. I mean, also, I don't well, yeah, like... But if you look wait, at, to be fair, though... But if you look at... I, I don't mean, like granted, they, voice. Granted, they changed some of the stuff, but if you look at some of the panels, they show the stuff that happened, like him upside stopping down the train, him stopping the train, the, the train. upside down kiss. Granted, when the car flew into the... He punched it. Yeah, it's, a little, not, it's a little different. That's not what happened, yeah. yeah. I thought it was based on that universe. I didn't know it was like actually confirmed that it, he's Tobey Maguire growing up. No, it's Tobey Maguire. That's awesome. I love that. See? Into Spider-Verse, Peter Parker, it's Tobey Maguire. That's awesome. I love the movie more now. That's fucking great. And you know what? Granted, though, I don't I don't like Tobey Maguire's voice. Like, his voice acting through the Spider-Man suit was, like, the worst part of that movie. So, I, I like this this guy's voice better. In the introduction of the trailer where he's just like, I've done it all. I've, I've been... <laughs> I see the world that time and that time and that time and that time and that time. I was on a Christmas car or I was in a, uh, my own Christmas musical yeah, or whatever. I my own comic book, my own cereal. <laughs> a so-so ice cream which is fucking true I know you've had that that Spider-Man ice cream I like that ice cream but it looks fucked up like, it, it looks it always doesn't look like Spider-Man it's like it's like blue and shit 
Like the eyes are blue. I still like white. that. I like that ice cream. Though. It tastes good. It the does bubble taste, gum no, eyes. No, it does taste good, but it looks like it has Down syndrome. <laughs> don't don't talk about Spider Man. <laughs> what? That was some good ice cream. I want I want some more. So guys, Sony, Marvel, whoever ice cream owns, gives you whoever, abs. Whoever owns the rights <laughs> to that, it's true. <laughs> and the ice cream does give you abs. No, it doesn't. But yeah, give me give me some more of that Spider Man ice cream. I like the Spider Man ice cream. I just don't like how it looks. I mean, if as a kid, I remember like opening it, like opening the wrapper and being like, "What? Why is his eyes like that? <laughs> like, the, like the gumdrops aren't always aligned in the eyes. Like one will be low, one will be high. Ice cream melts. No, not melted. I'm just saying like they they, they make them fucked up. <laughs> they don't know what the fuck they're doing. I mean, that's true. <laughs> anyway, on to some somber news. Oh fuck, somber news. Yeah. So Scott Wilson, who's mostly known. To the uh, at least our audience and me, because I don't know him from anything else. I'm pretty sure he's done other stuff, but known as Herschel, passed away. Oh yeah, I heard about this. Seventy six. It's like he died twice. Cause he died in the show too. Yeah. So it's like fuck, man. I have to like relive his death twice now. But uh, he's a great. And actor funny too. enough, they j- literally just announced at Comic Con this weekend that his character was coming back. For this, uh, see, uh, you know, because Rick is about to die, so they're doing. They're flash- a flashback to yeah, everybody. They're, they're bringing everybody, but they're bringing Shane back. They're bringing uh, Sonequa Martin Green back. That's true, and he had a very big impact on Rick's character, so that would have made a lot of yeah, sense. Yeah, so they're bringing Herschel. They they have have Herschel come back. I'm pretty sure Carl's gonna come back. Damn. Yeah, at least have Carl as his, his wife. What's his name? Laurel. 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 Is it Laurel? Or Lori. 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 But uh, they said that he already filmed his scenes, so... Oh, they did? Yeah. Oh, well, that's even more sad. Yeah, it is. Oh, my God. Now it's, it's like really it's like la- a... Yeah, it's the last thing he's done. Oh, my God. It's so sad. Yeah, so condolences to him, well, to his family. But uh, also some kind of bittersweet news. So, yeah, I talked about uh, Telltale going under. And them not being able to finish The Walking Dead in this final season or any other games that they have in development. Yeah. Well, Robert Kirkman's uh, Skybound Entertainment basically uh, took ownership of the final season of The Walking Dead. And they're going to have those episodes be re-released or released under his uh, moniker just so they can get out the final season. So that's pretty good. Cool. Looking forward to that because I wanted to finish that final season. So... I was waiting for all the episodes to come out, and then finally, then to hear it wasn't coming out, I was kind of upset because I wanted to see how Clementine's story ended. Yeah. So I'm kind of. She dies. The end. <laughs> fuck, fuck that. <laughs> but yeah, I'm glad that uh, the final season is coming out because I really like those tell. I really like those Telltale games. I Me too. Much, like I said, I pl- it's crazy. I, I, I mentioned before, I played pretty much all of them, except for the Guardians of the Galaxy one. You're better than me. I haven't played most of them. Because you're trash. Um, No, clearly I don't play video games. You saw me with Spider-Man. <laughs> exactly. You're trash. <laughs> yeah, I don't play video games. I'm not in It's too black. <laughs> Wait, what? How's <laughs> it too black? Yeah, because if you have a controller. Well, except for mine. My controller is blue, but most controllers are black. I can't, What is this black controller? Oh, wow. I'm so racist that yeah. I can't even deal with black a black video game controller. No, you can't. 
So I should be mad about your TV too, because it's like yeah, it's you black should, because right the screen is black. Oh, okay, <laughs> oh, it's too black. I go, out, I go outside at night. I'm like, oh, it's too it's black. Too black. Yep, that's what you do. <laughs> I need some illuminated goggles, some mm. night vision goggles. <laughs> okay. It's nice and green. Uh, that, that's that's facts. I am like that. <laughs> Speaking of something that's too black, my pants are black. I'm like, oh, it's too black. Speaking of something that's too black, so. Which I don't get that. I don't know how true this is because I'm like, A, how do you track this? And then I'm like, B, it's not the same audience. So what the fuck? So apparently Lady Gaga fans are being accused of spreading. But this is why I heard about A Star is Born. Yeah. This is the only reason I've heard about that movie. Spreading negative reviews to help A Star is Born so that Venom, which obviously it didn't do shit, but spreading negative reviews for Venom to help push... Positive ratings for stars, born. But like I said, how do you track that? How, like, how do you know? Oh, it's Lady Gaga fans that are saying Venom is well, bad. No, there were there were like I don't know. It was like twi- tweets. Like, like, are you saying, oh, don't go see Venom, go see Lady Gaga? Like, yeah, there were like tweets like that, like from Lady Gaga fans. But it's like no two things could be further apart from each other. Venom and a stars born. I want to say that in most cases, those two audiences aren't the same. That's what I was saying. <laughs> so I, it's like, oh. Like, I'm looking at one of the tweets right now. Just got back from seeing Venom in theaters. So disappointed. Lots of Demo- lots of Democrat nonsense pushing LGBT what? agenda down, down throat too. Disgusted. First of all, what LGBT agenda was in Venom? There was no LGBTism in Venom. They're talking about Venom, not Stars Born? No, it says just got back from seeing Venom in theater. So disappointed. Lots of Democrat nonsense, nonsense pushing LGBT agenda agenda down throat too. Disgusted. So I'm like, A, what LGBT agenda was in Venom? I'm thinking, I'm like, no. B, how do you know this is a Lady Gaga fan? And then C, if it's a Lady Gaga fan, they would be pro-LGBT. Maybe because they're trolling? I don't know. I don't. I don't. Like, it doesn't make sense. People are stupid. Granted, this one, I'm like, okay, I get it. Where it says, on my way to see, oh my God, just saw Venom and it's literally trash. I'm taking my wife and kids out to see A Star is Born and said, I heard, I heard the rah rah bitches in it. Rah rah. Oh, oh, oh. But I'm like, even then, that doesn't necessarily sound like a Lady Gaga fan. That's just mostly sound like somebody that's saying, there's two movies that come out this weekend, opening weekend. I didn't like one. I'm going to try to see the other one. Cause to say that rah rah bitches in it, that doesn't sound like a Lady yeah. Gaga fan. So I'm, I'm just like, I just felt like they needed a headline to write the Kinda, article. This to me is just proof that people could fight about anything. Cause granted, granted, <laughs> I say it's not the same. Cause I saw both movies. So to say, oh, it's not really the same audience, and then you could. Point I'm to, saying it's rare. You could point to me and be like, well, you saw both, but yeah, for the most part, the people that are going to see Venom are not going to yeah. see a Star Is Born. You're, you're a beautiful unicorn, Michael. You're very rare. <laughs> Thank you. And he lifted his leg. <laughs> <laughs> it's my horn. Okay. <laughs> or no, I got a unicorn horn uh, between my legs. Oh, <laughs> help me! <laughs> I'm alone in this room. And it shoots rainbow glitters. Oh, okay. <laughs> But yeah, uh, like I said, I don't know how you... It's stupid. <laughs> I never thought I'd see the day where Venom fans were on one side and Lady Gaga fans were another. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's, but Fuck DC versus Marvel. But as a it's person, Venom versus Gaga. But as a person that has seen both movies, yeah, go see A Star is Born. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you're just contributing to the problem. <laughs> Roma, Star is Born is better movie. Don't go see Venom. <laughs> we are Gaga. I want to see that crossover. 
I mean, there was talking about her playing Black Canary before. <laughs> now, I want to see Lady Gaga taken over by the symbiote. She be a bad she venom. <laughs> I mean, I was going to say she kind of, if you look at some of her costumes. <laughs> yep. I'm down for that. I'm down for that. Make that happen, Sony. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, despite those negative reviews that everybody was given, I guess kind of including us, kind of was a pass. I mean, granted, it's a passable, but still. Nobody gave a fuck about that because Venom still opened at eighty million dollars at the box at the domestic box office. This is all your fault, people. Everyone out there listening right now, you you helped this happen, <laughs> making more than even Ant Man and the Wasp made in their opening box office. What? Ant Man and the Wasp made seventy five, so Venom made five million dollars more than Ant Man and the Wasp. Is Venom's name that strong? Apparently, <laughs> I I didn't realize that the Venom name, the brand name, was that strong. Okay. And it's easily become October's biggest box office of all time, <laughs> surpassing the other record holder, Gravity, gra- dwarfing Gravity's record, which was uh, $55.8 million. So if you wanted a Woody Harrison sequel, you're going to get it. Yep. <laughs> and funny enough, uh, Woody Harrison, I mean, uh, the director of Venom was Ruben Fleischer, who directed Zombieland. <laughs> right, <laughs> but yeah, so people love Venom. Oh, I didn't say this. I, I, wow, I completely forgot to say this back in our Venom review. I, I brought it up, but then I forgot. I was like, I don't know who said it. Was it Jacob or Chris? One of them said it, but it, I think it was Chris. He wanted to cast Rorschach. I forgot the actor's name, but Rorschach from Watchmen as Cletus Cassidy. That would have been a much better casting than Woody Harrelson. It would have. Like, just as Rorschach, he had more intimidation factor than, than Woody Harrison did as Cleus Caddy City. Yes. I'm not locked in here with you. You're all locked in here with me! Like, that shit was powerful. To play a psychopath? Yes! Because... Cletus Cassidy is supposed to be fucking mad. Even on the animated series, when they, when they yeah. introduced him, I was like, whoa. Yeah. I remember, I was like, this cartoon got super dark. Yeah. <laughs> Granted, they could only do so much in a cartoon, but even still, it's like... I was fucking crazy. What he just came off as fucking campy. <laughs> like there will be carnage. Oh my god. <laughs> Cut the black. He said it. <laughs> yeah. So fucking cheesy. The dialogue so, was so fucking so trash. So fucking stupid. I love shit like that. I hated that. <laughs> You're cheesy. I am cheesy. I I will admit that. <laughs> then the fact that he had to pause like that. There will be carnage. You might as well wink at the the screen yeah. for all the comic fans. Like, yeah, huh? You, yeah, you, huh? Get, you get it, guys, because Carnage is coming. See my hair? Yeah. <laughs> my wig? Yeah. I have red hair. Ronald McDonald. Looks like a Big Mac. <laughs> hair looks so bad. But anyway, so yeah, Star is Born is number two uh, with $42.6 at the domestic box office. Go see it. <laughs> Smallfoot is number three. Uh... With uh, 14.9. Night School is number four. Uh, the House with the Clock on His Walls is number five. A Simple Favor is number six. So I don't know what that is. The Nun is number seven. Hell Fest is number eight. Crazy Rich Asians is still staying up there. Number nine. And number ten is The Predator. For the box office. Go see a star is born. <laughs> I'm on the deep. Wait. I don't know. I was about to sing. <laughs> what? I was about to, 
was about to sing the words. Wait. I'm on the deep end. Watch as I dive in. I'm in the night. <laughs> My ears are bleeding. <laughs> no, fuck you. That music was great. I'm going to listen to the soundtrack when you leave. You should go see it. <laughs> You're trash. <laughs> there's no superheroes. I'm not going to see it. Yeah, kind of. Whatever. There's no superheroes. I'm in Love, Simon, or The Greatest Showman, and you liked it. Also facts. <laughs> I can't deny that. You would like it. So many emotions. This is completely <laughs> random, but I don't know if you guys watch UFC, but the Khabib versus Conor McGregor fight was great. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> oh, oh, you don't care? All right. I'm just saying. No, I don't care. Fuck that. Too, too sweaty, naked men. Anyway, sweaty moving on. You're a fan of that? No, I'm not a fan. They're <laughs> oh. not even cute. <laughs> oh, maybe okay. if they were maybe if they were cute uh-huh. I'd, I'd watch their dick mounting they're wrestling each other <laughs> alright fair enough <laughs> I'm a dick watcher <laughs> apparently don't look at me <laughs> you really looked over at <laughs> anyway so yeah uh, DC Universe Online released the schedule for uh, their original lineup and sadly Titans is gonna be the only thing that's coming out this year in terms of their original programming. Wait, no, Young Justice? Young Justice comes out in January. Oh, okay, so it's pushed to 2019. That's right. And weirdly enough, the first half, it's only only half of it is going to be in January, and then it's going to take a long hiatus, and then the second half comes back in June. Okay. And in between that and March, or no, the middle of February starts Doom Patrol, and that goes through most of March. And then starting in June, I mean, most of May. And then starting in June, Swamp Thing comes on. And then in September, Stargirl. Like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> like, Stargirl's a show? Who cares? <laughs> and then in the middle of October, uh, through the rest of the year, which I'm like, how many fucking episodes is this shit getting? But uh, it, ends, it ends 2019 with the Harley Quinn uh, animated series. Cool. I don't like it. I mean, I don't really care, but... <laughs> I'm like, give me Young Justice now. Not Titans. Uh, I'm not paying for this shit. <laughs> I'm going to try and download it. Arr, arr. I'm going to hold off as long as I can from getting the DC Access app. As long as I can. Yeah. But with that said... uh. The Titan show, Jeff uh, Jeff Johns has con- confirmed that at some point, Deathstroke is going to come to the show. But not Manu Bennett. But not Because Manu- that would make too much sense. Yeah, but not Manu Bennett. <laughs> okay. Cool. He says, uh, talking about would they do the Judas contract? And he said, we will be fools not to. <laughs> Given that Deathstroke is a major villain in that comic series, in that comic storyline, Titans would have to introduce him on the series sooner or later. You'll see Deathstroke and Titans eventually, but it will be a very, it will be a new version, which I'm like, what does that mean? That means not Manu Bennett. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't know. A new version. It's going to be a woman Deathstroke. (laughs) I mean, there are women Deathstrokes. His daughters. (laughs) Or daughter. I don't know. But uh, also with that, they also talked about why Robin came out and said "fuck Batman" in the in in uh, in the Titans version or because the, the animated series. Can you guess what it is, or do you know this already? I don't know it. 
But my okay, guess is well, guess. because he's mad at Batman. <laughs> but why? Why? Well, according to the trailer, they have I very fucking different... hate it. Whoa. Well, according to the trailer, they have very different ways of crime fighting or something. Which I I didn't but, see that from when he stomped on the guy's but neck. What are, what are those different ways? Uh, he's not brutal. Like he's uh, he Batman became too brutal. Close. Which again makes no sense when I saw him step on a dude's neck in the trailer. Close. <laughs> but the reason he said "fuck Batman" and the reason they had fuck a, Barbara, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> and the reason they split up. I watched Killing Joke. <laughs> is because the quote is, "Batman is a killer." And Robin wants to get away from that. The idea is that, yes, the idea is that he doesn't want to become a killer himself. And although these guys that he's fighting are bad and they deserve, you know, they deserve what he's dishing out. It seems he believes that when you kill someone, you cross the line and you become almost as bad as them. So it's pretty clear in the series that he was with Batman. Batman crossed the line and he was teaching me to do that same thing. And he's trying to break away from that. What? So BVS Batman. I'm I'm about to say, is it only it's Ben Ben Affleck Batman? Yes. What? Exactly. <laughs> That's why I was like, I fucking hate, I hate it. I hate it. No. Like, you could have him cross the line another way. Like, that's what they did in the animated series. I mean, that's really what happened in the comic. But, like, him just going about things in too dark of a way. But the, the yeah, line too is Too dark de- of him killing. That's fucking stupid. It's very fucking stupid. <laughs> why? Because I'm like... That, that's just an excuse to have... It doesn't even make... A- I'm like, so... Just arrest him. He's become a murderer. He's a murderer now, basically. But no, but it's just an excuse to have... It's stupid. He, Robin now has Batman's ethics. And Batman's just a fucking psychopath. That's terrible. I hate that. So much. It's not Batman. But, but I feel like it's just an excuse to have this Robin, like, brutalize people. But as long as he doesn't kill them, he's not as bad as Batman. But that's Batman. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, exactly. Like, that should be how how ruthless Batman is. And then he doesn't even want to go that far. Like, he won't, like, you know, crack someone's neck when he steps on somebody. <laughs> but no, this Robin, that's okay. But killing, no. Mm-mm. Shooting yeah. a gun at them, that's okay. Yeah. But killing them, no. no. <laughs> Paralyzing them, that's okay. Yeah. But killing them, no. No. <laughs> Fuck too Bat- far, Batman. Fuck Batman. Fuck out of here. Yeah. Fuck Titans. <laughs> You've ruined Batman already. Before the show's even started, you ruined Batman. I wonder what else they're going to ruin. They ruined Starfire's hair. Oh, my God. Huh. Just more reasons not to be excited for the show. Jesus. All right. Speaking of more reasons not to be excited of the show. So, yeah, going back to what I was saying, uh, they asked her Anna Diop at Comic-Con. Well, no, at a red carpet appearance. Will she get a more comic accurate look? And she said, yes. As soon as I put put it on, everyone was flipping out. It's awesome because it's something that so many people have seen for so long. And it means so much to people. And this is the first time we're bringing it to life. But you know, our story takes its time. It takes its time. It's an origin story. So it takes its time in the characters coming to this place where you see them and the way that everyone's always known. I hope that the audience can be patient with us and have fun with us. It's a ride, and it's a fun one. So, yeah, the end of the season. It takes its time, <laughs> but yet they didn't. Robin looks like the comic. Man, I sure hope I Granted, can last that long. He's not, he's not Nightwing, but 
sure what I can make to the end of that season <laughs> to, to care about the pro- the character progression. <laughs> you hope you can last that long? You have that problem? No. <laughs> Who told you that? <laughs> that that's not true. <laughs> that I mean, you, you, you said it. <laughs> like, I'm tripping over myself. Who said that? Who told you that? <laughs> You're already here, guys. You hope Jordan can last that long, so we'll see. <laughs> anyway, well, something you don't have to hope it can last that long because it's already been confirmed that Titans can last long. Okay. Because it's already been renewed for season two. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Hasn't even shown not one minute of the show aside from, like, clips, but it's already been... Re- so they must have some... They must have faith in it. That always means quality, Michael. Always. It doesn't. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, like, movies like Fantastic had sequels planned before the first movie dropped. Fan-four-stick? Yeah, Fantastic. I'm like, what the yeah, fuck is Fantastic? Yeah, sorry. Even Avatar, even The Last Airbender. That's a good example, yeah. yes. <laughs> he had sequels planned. Mm-hmm. King Arthur was going to be a seven-movie sequel or whatever. Yeah. Uh, w- What else? There's a lot of movies like that. It's something that we just recently saw. I can't think of it. We can't think of it because it's trash. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it didn't make any, and it didn't make any money at the box office. Mm-hmm. I forgot. Oh, uh, Ken. Oh, right. But we don't know that. Well, no, it it, it's not. <laughs> it's it not gonna. It's not gonna get a sequel. No. But Titans is so. And Venom will. <laughs> yeah, and Venom will. <laughs> But uh, who else? Casting news. So you know who Matt Bomer is? No. Yes, you do. I do? Yes, you do. Don't tell me what I know. But then again, I was going to show you a picture. I'm like, even if I show you a picture, that doesn't mean shit. Mm-mm-mm. You but know nothing, Jon Snow. He was in Magic Mike. He was in uh, other shit. Whoa, other shit? <laughs> I'm looks, a huge fan of other shit. He looks like not Clark Kent. Okay. This is Matt Bomer. He looks like Henry Cavill without a soul. <laughs> like someone took a soul out. Oh, he looks better there. That's what I said. He looks like. He not, does look like Clark Kent. He looks like not Clark Kent. Yeah. It's like a beautiful, 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 beautiful man. The typical standard of American beauty: white guy, blonde hair, blue eyes. I'd suck it. But yeah, whoa! What? But they they cast him as uh, they, he's been cast as a negative man on Doom Patrol. <laughs> negative like man. A guy and like man, I'm like he's like he's fine. Why are you covering him up? That's a good point, actually. <laughs> he's super handsome. It's like put bandages on that guy's face and sunglasses. Don't yeah. let him see. I want to see nothing. <laughs> it's because he's gay. Is he really gay? Yeah, the actor. Oh wow. That's why they're covering him up. It's homophobic. <laughs> But yeah, so he's in Doom Patrol. I'm not excited about fucking Doom Patrol at all. Who cares? Something else I'm not excited about. They gave a first look reveal of Lobo for season two of Krypton. Did you see that? The fact that you're silent means no. (laughs) Oh, no, I did. I did. The picture of Lobo and Krypton. Yes. Yeah, he looks like a... Like a biker. I mean... He looks like not Aquaman. (laughs) Yeah, he does, actually. Because Jason Moe would have been the perfect Lobo. Yeah. Um... I mean, he looks fine. He's not as bulky as the comics, but it's like almost impossible. I mean, he looks fine, but I'm still just like, why is Lobo coming to Krypton? Look, if you had asked hey, me I guess a lot fight, of things. I guess to fight one. Doomsday, but I'm like, he's not. As, how strong is Lobo? 
I mean, he's comparable to Superman. But not that comparable. No, not that com- not not fight Doomsday comparable. But maybe I don't know. Is that even why? We don't know. Cause why? Why else would Lobo? Cause I mean, what? Who the fuck is fighting Doomsday on Krypton? Who's they're Brainiac, all, who's Brainiac fighting? Krypton? They're all human. Brainiac was in the show. Yeah, but they sucked him in the Phantom Zone. They can't do that again. They'll do something else. <laughs> Some other. Maybe he's not a bad guy. No, I'm not talking about Lobo. I'm talking about Doomsday. Oh. I still want my theory to be true about Superman coming to fight him. It's not. I want it to be true. Tyler Hecklin's not coming. Not Tyler Hecklin, just even anybody, even Tom Tom Welling. Melissa Benoist is not coming. All these great options, but anyway, speaking of great options, so My Hair Academia has been doing pretty well in the theater, so they extended its theatrical run an extra week. In the, uh, for for my hero, Academia Two Heroes. So, yay for you guys if you haven't seen it. Mm. Maybe with the extension, they'll expand it to more theaters. It'll come to your area. You'll get to see it. So, possible good news for you. My hero. Sweet. Oh, before we continue, we got twenty minutes, and I forgot three emails. Okay, well, I'm close to the end. So you can read emails afterwards. Okay. Because I'm fucking more important. Okay. <laughs> it's my section, bitch. Okay, damn. I'm just saying. Anyway, so, yeah, I can speed up. Because these are not anything that's getting long. But finally, PlayStation is acknowledging fans and finally letting you, hopefully, at some point, It does because it doesn't say when, but it's saying PlayStation Network may finally be getting an option for users to change their username. So when you made happy butt fuck in like 20 years ago and you didn't have the option to change it when you became an adult, now you can't, because I want to change my mine is Dampier 2010, which is Dampier is a half vampire, half human, because I know you don't know because you're trash. <laughs> you know me too well. Kind of like Blade. Okay. But yeah, Dampier is a, is a van, but I want to change mine to Black Gay Comic Geek, but I can't. So now I'm going to finally get the option, hopefully. Yay! You don't care because you're fucking trash. You're, nah. not a ga- you're not a gamer. But for all you gamers out there, hopefully they make this thing a thing and you can do the thing. Uh, what else? So something that makes me go, hmm? Ooh? What? Huh? What's going on? What the fuck? <laughs> So Marvel Studios has reportedly commissioned a commissioned a script for a Doc Avengers movie. Jordan is not paying attention. No, nah. he's on the phone, so he doesn't know what I just said. Dark Avengers movie, but why and who? It could be anybody. It could be Sentry. It could be a Norman Osborn. Yeah, I'm saying, but like a lot of those Dark Avengers characters aren't in the MCU. Yet. Hmm. I'm down for that. It could be Dakin. Interesting that they'll go Dark Avengers before Masters of Evil. I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's intriguing. But yeah, well, I'm curious the route they would go with that. Then what phase, like, would that be phase four? Would that be phase five? Would their Dark Avengers... I guess their Dark Avengers would be their uh, Marvel's answer to like DC 
which I guess they're not moving on it, but Justice League Dark. Hmm. Oh, man, it'd be cool if they combined that with the Secret Invasion stuff. Maybe like scrolls. Maybe. Hmm. Because it even says that in here. Do you think we'll see Dark Avengers assemble after a Secret Invasion storyline? What the movie's called? Dark Avengers Secret Invasion. Dum dum dum. <laughs> Maybe. Hmm. <laughs> Possible. Wow. So, this news has been making its rounds, and I'm just like, he didn't say this, guys. Calm the fuck down. So, Chris Evans has tweeted, oh, this, oh, my heart, because he wrapped Avengers 4. So, he said, officially wrapped on Avengers 4. It was an emotional day, to say, to say the least. Playing this role over the last eight years has been an honor to everyone in front of the camera, behind the camera, and in the audience. Thank you for... The memories eternally grateful. So everybody's just like, oh, he's quitting the MCU. This is his bye letter or whatever. I'm like, that's not what he said. He didn't say he was leaving Captain America. He already said, if Marvel wants to have me back, I will come back. Thor, Chris Hensworth, did the same type of tweet when he wrapped Avengers 4 a couple months ago. Nobody was like, oh, he's done. He's going to die. He already said he's coming back for Thor 4. So it's like... Guys, calm down. He's just saying he's done with this contract. But that doesn't mean he's done done. Yeah, but there's more he's finality. Done with this phase of, he's done with this phase of Marvel movies. But but Thor, you, it's pretty clear he's going to come back. You know, Thor's just taking off as a character. There was no really talks of him dying in Infinity War even, so people aren't expecting him to die. But Captain America, like, he's been a question mark since Infinity War. And since we know he's rapping, you know, we know this is a place where his storyline could potentially like permanently end. So yeah, I think that's why everybody's freaking be. out. But and and the be. way he phrased it, he, but he phrased it so ominously. Like, he'd be like, thank you so much, everyone. It's almost like a goodbye. Like, you know what I mean? But you also know that Chris Evans specifically said once his contract ends, he wants to go off and direct. Which could be his but, death of his character. But he said, But he also said... If eventually down the line Marvel wants to have me back, I'll definitely come back. And, but but he you, wants to take a break. But you know how comics work. You could just die and come back many moons later somehow, some bullshit. So I, that could be... But still, he's, he's still dying. <laughs> I mean, maybe, but I don't know. They might not do that. We'll, we'll, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. I said it either, it's either going to be Captain America or Iron Man. Yeah, I know you said that, but choose one. So we I think can, it's Iron Man. You think it's Iron Man? Yeah. Especially with the talk of them bringing the kid back. Why would they bring the kid back unless it's for him coming for a funeral? I don't know. Captain America is still important. <laughs> he is. So maybe the kid came back for that. Like, he invited him or something. No, it's trash. Um, Doesn't have the same connection. See, I, I, I think the same thing, but just to be interesting, I'm going to say Captain America's going to die. So now we've got a opposing prediction going on. <laughs> okay. I am your antithesis. Maybe a contrarian. <laughs> Anyway, so the John Favreau Star Wars TV series that he's been working on, we finally got details on it, and it's going to be called Dun 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 The Mandalorian. Rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? <laughs> the Mandalorian is after the stories of Jango and Boba Fett. Another warrior emerges in the Star Wars universe. The Mandalorian is set after the fall of the Empire and before the emergence of the First Order. We follow the trip. Excuse me. We follow the travails 
And I'm like, is that supposed to be travels? But we follow the travails of a lone gunfighter in the outer reaches of the galaxy far from the authority of the New Republic. And that's it. <laughs> I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm going to check it out. I like John Favreau. <laughs> but I don't know. Nothing makes me sound too excited about it. What about you? Um, I mean, I'm not that big into Boba Fett. I'm like, oh my God, yes. But you know, whatever. I'm interested. John Favreau's a good director. So whatever he works on, I'm still interested. And I like Star Wars, so of course I'll check it out. Well... Something else you're going to check out, because I'm going to make you, even though I've never seen it. Have you ever seen Lilo and Stitch? Yeah. Well, I've never seen it. you never seen Lilo and Stitch? No. It's a really good movie. I have Lilo and Stitch underwear in my drawer, though. So you're a poser. <laughs> Maybe. Hawaiian roller coaster ride. Okay, you don't know shit. But they're making a live oh, action Lilo damn. and Stitch movie. I'm down for it. I mean, live action is kind of weird, but whatever. They're making everything live action nowadays, so... I mean, Stitch is going to be CGI, of course. Of course. I have no frame of reference, so that's uh, this is this is all you. <laughs> I mean, it's a good movie. I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's about a little girl that finds an alien, and the, little, the alien... I remember I used to see... Uh, relationship with her. I used to see, like, Stitch versus Venom, who would win, and it was like, oh, Stitch was Stomp. I'm like, what the fuck is this creature? Like, they're what aliens? Can do? I, I don't Nothing. know. Nothing. He just has guns. Like, he's just a little furry... Koala alien. Yeah, they both got the lip. But he's not, he's not a symbiote or mon- He's like just a little, he's a little cute alien with guns. This is all. I don't know, but I've seen Stitch versus, uh. Well, that's stupid. Stitch versus Venom debates. <laughs> that's stupid. A lot of things on it are stupid. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, something else I think is stupid. Netflix is developing a Chronicles of Narnia film and TV series. Don't care. <laughs> Neither do I. So moving on. So why did you even break it up? <laughs> you don't know who fans of Chronicles of Narnia. Okay. <laughs> uh, another thing to I guess to compete through Chronicles of Narnia, uh, Amazon is creating their they uh, commission a book series that's going to become live action called The Wheels of Time, and. Or the Wheel of Time. And the Wheel of Time is a 14-book epic fantasy series set in a world of magic where magic exists but can only be used by women. The first book was published in 1990. And it's like a high fantasy epic that's supposedly very popular. And I've never heard of it. So I'm like, how popular? I don't know how popular it is. Or maybe I just don't know what the fuck I'm doing. But yeah. So... For those of you that are fans of Wheel of of Time and have heard of it, get ready because it's coming to Amazon. And then finally, so Ben Affleck is out of rehab, and apparently he came out of rehab looking jacked. And I saw a picture. He didn't like that, Jack. I mean, better than what he was. Yes, yeah, slob. And so, uh, according to a Hollywood report uh, or Hollywood Life, a source. It's saying that he wants to come back and do Batman for one more time. And it says he feels he isn't finished with what he wants to do with the character. There's been talk about replacing him, but he is now seeing what he might lose and really wants to play the character again, especially seeing what Joaquin Phoenix is doing with the Joker character. (laughs) That's really (laughs) why he's like, yo, that could be my Joker. (laughs) So, yeah. 
Now it's looking like Ben Affleck wants to come back and do. I'm so over that. I'm so over it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even care, man. When Jason Momoa was out here excited me about an Aquaman trailer, and I don't give a fuck about Ben Affleck Batman anymore, you know the world's fucking gone to shit. <laughs> like yeah. the topsy turvy world now. I'm like, it's too much back and forth. Will he? Will he not? He wants to do it now. He doesn't want to. Do- yeah, man. It's like the girlfriend just won't commit. Just fucking, <laughs> do you want to be with me or not? Just to tell me, all right? Yeah, like, just let me know. <laughs> I'm over it. Be but, gone, thought. <laughs> but yeah, that's the end of the news. Well, we've got about 10 minutes left when it's recorded. Think emails. we have enough time for emails? All right, let's try and... nobody ra- leaves a 40-minute email. All right, let's jump in the emails and let's rapid fire this. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to well. First email comes from Gaius Normanio. Uh... So it is Two Heroes, One Reaction. Ayo, Jordan Michael. So, Two Heroes, it was the best audience experience I've ever had in a movie in 20 years of living. Wow. I watched this past Saturday night and only expected hype weebs to be present in the Thursday premiere. Nope. People were pulling out all the stops. Deku Green dyed hair, All Might and UA shirts and attire, Deku and All Might hoodies, the occasional angry Bakugo and Kawaii Ochako shirts. I felt like a normie with no merch of my own, to be honest. That was me, actually. Yeah, that was Jordan, because I had a My Hero shirt on, at least. <laughs> when the opening credits start rolling, one guy yelled, plus ultra, at the top of his lungs, and 110 or so of us, pretty much the whole theater, responded with a hearty plus ultra. That's actually pretty dope. So many scenes had us at the edge of our seats, and I definitely didn't expect all you waste students present in the movie. I'll keep seeing talk to a minimum because I know you two and Jacob got it covered, but Deku All Might combo where Deku was actually running right behind his predecessor, man, yeah, that's, that's everybody's favorite moment. Uh, then when we were, uh, then when they were up in the air about to hit that finisher, All Might oddly but ter- terrifically with his arms on his hips, just soaring across like a figure T. Everyone shouted yes in unison. Me too, bro. I was right there with you in spirit. <laughs> Attack on Titan will keep. Uh, the M My Hero Academia addiction at bay until Yu Yu Hakusho reboot. Wait, what? That's a Yu Yu Hakusho reboot? Even I knew that. What? And you didn't tell me that? Did you watch Yu Yu Hakusho? No, I didn't know what the fuck that is. But oh, I, you're I trash. Still knew, I still knew it was getting a reboot. But I knew. I knew he finds a Hakusho, right? Get out. And this is your house, but get out. Get out right now. He plays with a UU. No. He's a spirit detective. You don't know nothing about that. Spirit he, gun. You don't pl- know nothing about he that. He plays with a UU and he finds a hockey show. I hate you so much. <laughs> I love that show. So, fuck yes. A reboot? Yes. Uh, and season five of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, also a start. Uh, also, Jordan, I think this season of The Gifted will be more excited than the first. <laughs> yeah, even I was like lukewarm on that season premiere. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about it next week, though. Thank you guys once again for the weekly anime episode reviews. It really ties up every episode with a bow of analysis on top. We shall see how the C-dub shows fare, but like, C-dub, like C-W? In Mirio's voice, POWER! Gaius, aka Sun Eater, Justin was apparently the OG, sorry about that confusion, and I look forward to having Moolah for Patreon. Oh, thanks, Gaius. Um and yeah, thanks for telling me about the Yu Yu show reboot. That's fucking awesome. Cause Michael's trash, worst news guy, news guy ever. You tell me about the fucking Narnia, but you're gonna tell me about Yu Yu show? Blah. Oh my god. <laughs> um, da, da, da. but yeah, uh, on the note of uh, the Patreon, my academia names. Just everybody, just a reminder one more time. Hit up Jacob 
on Instagram, Jacob, a.k.a. The Deku, and let him know what your Hero Academia name is so he can get everything organized. He's kind of our, our, our secretary in the podcast right now. <laughs> yep. Um, our next email comes from Nicholas Cabral. We've got eight minutes left, so I'm running down the time. Am I too soon? Oh, I'm too soon, aren't I? Hey, guys, it's me, Xander. I like that Flash reference. Sorry, iTunes reviewing system is fucking trash, and I couldn't be there in spirit in review form. But anyways, I'm so happy for you guys, and I wish I could have been there for your 100th episode. Thanks, bro. I wish you guys the best of luck, and I hope you get to your 10,000th episode. I was also wondering, since the end times are coming, a.k.a. the return of CW shows are coming back, <laughs> the end times, I figure you guys could experience something good, like maybe reading a comic I've been working on and reviewing it for the pod. I totally get it if you can't because there's so much already, but if you decide to pick the better answer, I'll give you more details either in a DM or email. Anyways, I hope this comes out before you guys record. Stay nerdy, my blurdy, from Xander. Yeah, we'll check it out, man. Uh, happy belated birthday, Xander. Yes, also happy belated birthday. Um, but yeah, we'll, we can check out your comic. Um, and if we like it, we'll review it on the show. Uh, I'll give you a quick shout out for that. Our next email comes from Kevin Liberta. Still great. Guys, you're still fantastic. Jordan, I hope you get a PS4. And Michael, Supernatural is better than Buffy. Ooh. I was stab you. <laughs> I didn't watch Supernatural. I knew that was fighting words for Michael. I will stab you in the throat with a fucking scythe, slayer scythe. Oh, my God. There would be no Supernatural if it wasn't for Buffy, Je- bitch. Jesus. <laughs> uh, very appreciated, Kevin. Thank you for and emailing. I have Supernatural right here, but I also got Buffy down there. So Supernatural is above Buffy. No. In your collection it is. Buffy is on the foundation. Oh, okay. Buffy is holding up Supernatural. That was a good spin. <laughs> Don't fuck with me. I'll oh. stab you. Oh, my God. Wait Honest. a minute. Oh, my God. We're running out of time here. You're going to suck more balloons? How dare you talk about Buffy on this fucking podcast, motherfucker. This is going to a South Park character. <laughs> okay. Uh, John Rainey, there's the next email letter. He says, a lot of people keep shitting on Apocalypse Dark Phoenix. For not being comic accurate, but something a lot of people don't know about the Dark Phoenix Phoenix storyline is that originally, Phoenix was just Jean Grey reaching her full potential and her mutant abilities. Bear with me. Oh, dude, we don't got the time. Uh, the end of the- what? No, that's not right. Oh, well, he says, at the end of Uncanny, Uncanny X-Men issue 100, the X-Men encounter a solar flare while returning to Earth. Long story short, their spacecraft can't handle its radiation, so Jean, being the dumbass she is, tries to shield it. Yeah, tries to shield it. <laughs> yeah, from telekinesis. And she's about to die. Yeah, the exposure from and radiation allowed her to reach her full potential and become and then Phoenix. The Phoenix. Then the Phoenix comes and helps her, or whatever. Fast forward to the Dark Phoenix saga. There is still zero mention of a Phoenix Force. It wasn't until Fantastic Four issue 286 in 1985 that it was revealed, retroactively retconned, so that the Phoenix Force saved Gene and created a body I'm going to have to look that up because I don't think he's telling the truth. I mean, he's throwing out dates and issues. I got to assume mean, maybe, he's right. Maybe, <laughs> But I don't think that's, that doesn't sound right to me. Uh, okay, Helium all. Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running out of helium, but uh, my voice is coming back. No! <laughs> he said No! You sound like like an ant person, like <laughs> like if you became like a bug sized. Uh, so the Phoenix Force saved Gene and created a body double. The real Gene was locked up in some weird space cocoon, and from there it gets fucking weird. But due to it being retcon, that's why when you Google the first appearance of the Phoenix Force, it will tell you Phoenix Saga. Sorry for the long email, but an informative email. It's really cool, dude. Thank you. So much so that you school Michael, the comic book geek on the podcast. Uh, five minutes left. Can we finish? Uh, next email comes from Rory Grace. Keep fighting the good fight. Hey, guys, I get to review. I have a brief message. Oh, before I get to the review, I have a brief me- message. 
This goes out to everyone listening. You are all special. Uh-huh. Life sucks sometimes, but you can make it through. I'm sharing my energy with all of you. Like Goku. He didn't say that, but... You <laughs> special. Special. Everyone is special. So, everyone what part is of We have five minutes left. Five minutes is not... That's short. There's a lot of emails. Sometimes oh. I need to go gang Orca, but I'm still your friend Ridges. Jordan, I hope you have fun at New York Comic Con. I didn't even go, bro. Sorry, Michael. Now that we're in the anime season slump, it may seem boring, but don't worry. There's time to catch up on older shows you missed out on. Red Hood is finally free of Batman and the latest Red Hood and the Outlaws. Let's get wild. I don't mind his new look. If it was beating up thugs for a budget, I'd wear that. The end of the podcast destroyed me. You don't turn. You got a friend in me sad. Now I'm crying again. Thanks. Stay nerdy, my, stay nerdy, my blurdy, and go beyond plus ultra. Yeah, man, I was literally crying on that podcast, so I'm right there with you. That Toy Story shit got me. I didn't cry. Because you have no soul, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> no soul at all. Uh, we got four minutes. Bradley Klaus, next email. Uh, I don't know the title of the review. Wait, what? Wait, no. Wait, what? Cryo sleep. I just want to say you guys are friends. Oh, then I, no, this is the same. Then he, this is his iTunes review, right? What? I know Michael loves it. I'm definitely looking forward to seeing it. I finished watching One Punch Man. I love it. Can't wait for the season two of As Long As My Academia Season 4. It's official. I'm going to cry asleep. Wake me up when they come back. So CW comes back soon. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, We've got... Oh, one more email. Okay. Uh, this email comes from Rashan Ramlakan, or Flaza Dude, or Shigaraki. Uh, Rashan says, if you want to pronounce my full name, it's Rashan Ramlakan. Rashan Ramlakan. But feel free to call me by my villain name, persona, or Flaza Dude. Anyways, Iris was the villain of season four of The Flash. All because you jinxed it, Jordan. What? (laughs) You said her and Barry's relationship was natural and flowed well and didn't force itself in the story during season three. And then we got We Are the Flash. Yeah. Yeah, that's my fault. But I'm hoping for a great year from CW. It is your fault. Even though I'm only getting hype from the Arrow and Black Lightning promos and nothing else. But hey, maybe Titans will be fantastic and we're getting season two from Runaways. There's a Black Lightning promo? I didn't see a Black Lightning promo. Me either. Did no. you get like a special screening of that? Look at that. I saw a bunch of images. Well, he says, hope y'all have a great day and rest of the week. And don't forget... That Michael Simeon is the true heir of the Blur Vision podcast, or maybe he is the real Blur in Blur Vision. What? Fuck you! <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> Anyways, stay nerdy, my blurdy. Woo! And those were all the emails. Go me. I did it. <laughs> Thank you guys for leaving them. Uh, we love hearing Black from Lightning you. Comic Con trailer. So we just missed it? What's up, news guy? What's going on, bro? That wasn't in my notifications. <laughs> mm hmm. Interesting. The fuck? Wow, and he's watching it. We're trash. What a good news guy. So, uh, uh, how about you? Not a, it's not a trailer. Just, this is all shit from season one. Was it like a like a teaser kind of thing? It's one of those. Yes, yeah, this is all stuff from season one. Mm. Lame. Well, there you go, Shigaraki. Your master called you lame, so maybe you should come over to the no, All Might side. I was side. talking about the trailer. No, he's calling you lame. <laughs> I never call you lame, bro. It lies. You're, you're next. He just wants you for your powers. Don't you get it? <laughs> you're next. He's going to transplant his mind into your body or something. I need more helium. Wait, can I get a little bit? No, you sucked it all, dude. Yeah, man. 
he's trying so hard. To I am known for sucking it all. No, it didn't work. <laughs> it did. It was some. Stop huffing helium. Give me power. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's been Blur Vision for the week. This is your host, Jordan, with Michael. And we will see you next week. Hopefully, we know what to talk about. <laughs> I say that, but it's a three hour podcast. All, it's still. all CW stuff. <sighs> Never mind. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> see you next I don't think week. it's. I don't think it's all. Wait, I think it's just Arrow and Black Lightning. Oh, so the good ones. Let me check. Hooray! I could do this real quick because we still got like two minutes. No, we've got ten seconds. Oh, never mind. Bye. <laughs> Bye. I said knock, knock, let the devil in, alien. It did Elliot, phone home. Ain't no telling when this chokehold on this game will end. I'm loco, became a symbiote, my fangs are in your throat. You're snake beaten with my... Point pin em. gun cock, bump stock, double lock, buckshot, tie, top of ugger rot, tie, couple knots fired up and caught fire, juggernaut, punk rock, it's going down like young jock, cause the doc put me on like sun rock, but I'm up not, you only get one shot. Till I can't taste it Chased it with stray liquor Then bathed in it Then drank till I faint And awake with a headache And I take anything In rectangular shape Then I wait To face the demons I'm bonded to Cause they're chasing me But I'm part of you So escaping me Is impossible I latch on to you Like a parasite And I probably ruined Your parents' life And your childhood too Cause if I'm the music That y'all grew up But I'm responsible For you the cars and fools I'm the super villain Dad and mom is losing Their marbles too You marvel that Eddie Brock is you And I'm the suit So call me I got that adrenaline in them, not going with them, never gonna slow up in them, ready to stab any moment in them, taking his time to go get them, they ain't gonna know what hit them, when they get beat with the venom, I got that adrenaline in them, not going with them, never gonna slow up in them, ready to stab